Now entering Nerdist.com. Okay. Uh, this is Jonah Radio. Episode, what is this, Neil? What episode is this? Season three, episode two. You're acting like I was taking forever <laughs> when we just started recording. <laughs> you already started off pissing me off. <laughs> I haven't played that one in a while. Yeah. And you chose a poor time to do it. If you missed the tension of early Jonah Radio in that happy fest of last week, guys, it's back. You know what? I, I'm coming. I'm coming in here with negative energy. I, I spent my morning reading AV Club comment boards. This is Jonah Radio, <laughs> episode two, season three. That was uh, Dana Lichtenberg is the one that submitted that theme song. He does our artwork. And welcome to Jonah Radio. I'm Jonah Ray, our producer, Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. Uh, Neil Mahoney on the Neil Mahoney's. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> ending the show already. <laughs> wrapping yeah, it up. Uh, wrapping it up. Um, and uh, and uh, Adam is not here. Uh, his uh, wife is uh, ill. Oh, no. And so, uh, now she's sick. She's always sick, though. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's so confusing because there is a baby upstairs. <laughs> um, there, uh, uh, so yeah, Adam won't be able to make it. Uh, no, and option. all the Adam heads turn it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I we uh, it, oh we can announce that we will be at uh, LA Podfest uh, this year with a later show. We oh. won't be doing the coveted <laughs> eleven a.m. eleven a.m. spot, <laughs> a show that. Hardly functions sober. Uh, um, we are going to be at LA Podfest, and they're going to give us a later time in a place where we can have a full band set up. They are oh, working fun. on the details right now. Oh, so, that's awesome. So it's going to be like actually one of our real live shows that are usually a lot of fun. That one was a depressing mess. <laughs> um, our guest. You mean when you bought beers for the entire audience <laughs> and left to go get them? I want, <laughs> I want people to like, who else is going to do it? None of you guys were moving an inch. No way, man. Neil shuts down at every live show. Sure yes, do. He well, uh, he, he Adam talks more than you would a live show. Sure does. <laughs> he, when he wore the baklava. Balaclava. That's balaclava. Like, balaclava. Uh, he actually came out of it a little bit. So I'm thinking we should work on like some sort of like. You should be Indian like mask work. Yeah, like yeah. New Orleans Indian chief sort yeah, of thing. The, you want, when, we want when, you to be the bucket head of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'd do. Um, so, I, I sang in a band in high school and I refused to face the audience. Ooh, Jim Morrison. <laughs> I, mm. huh? Did he do that? Yeah, yeah he didn't want to look at the crowd. Then he yeah. would look at the crowd and everyone would go crazy because he's so beautiful and only slightly Mongol. That looking. was like me. <laughs> yeah, uh. that was you. Um, uh, uh, a returning guest. Uh, this is a two twofer. Uh, returning guest. Back Devin, to back. Back to back episodes. Devin Faraci. Thank oh, you for having me thanks again. Thanks for coming back over uh, and hanging out. Thanks to thanks to Adam's wife for being sick. <laughs> so yeah. I could be here for yeah. this. Yeah, that's the only reason you you, <laughs> you said something's amiss in the forest. Uh, do you need my help? Um, Doug Benson. It was pretty good at that when he would like uh, when Kumel would be out of town during meltdown. Like he like Kumel like wouldn't tell people he was leaving town, but. Uh, Doug Benson would just happen to text me on Wednesdays, and be like, "Hey, 
I need a co-host for tonight? I was like, <laughs> do you know these guys? Like, no, nah, I just thought I'd check. And it was like every time, every time. Uh, and uh, as we know, and like I can tell people, uh, you, you are the editor-in-chief of uh, Birth Movies Death. Yes, sir. And you uh, are the author of a, an upcoming comic book adaptation. Uh, Killer Inside Me. And I am the co-host of a podcast called The Canon. All right. This is how people in Los Angeles talk to each other. <laughs> On this is podcast. how you introduce people. It happened when you came in. I was like, this is Clint. He produced Call Me Lucky. Exactly. <laughs> I said credits. the I said the word podcast in New York and I got scoffed at. Yeah. <laughs> LA like, podcasting just like, man. Ugh, you're so ugh, LA. Yeah. Ugh. Like, yeah. Well, you know, they'd podcast more if they weren't stressed out and <laughs> shitty and spending too much money <laughs> yeah. on rent all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Living in water damaged basement. <laughs> That's your hometown. I'm not gonna find out. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. All fair all fair dings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and our other guest hasn't been back in quite some time. Uh, Mr. Mike Chillian from the Manx. Hello. Yay. Hi. Good to be back. The Manx, uh, formerly of Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, formerly. Did you get fired? It's over. Oh. They fired me. It's over for me. They no. fired me and everyone else at the same <laughs> <laughs> They fired Mike and then they canceled the show. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to have the opportunity to fire Mike. Oh, God. He gets severance now, though. Everybody else doesn't. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. probably an upswing side. Uh, so <laughs> did that go down any kind of weird way or was it a... No, no. I mean, everyone saw it coming. Like uh, three seasons on Uncle Grandpa. That's not bad. Three seasons of a cartoon. I mean, how many seasons that's... did Ren Snippy have? Three? Uh, like three and a half or something. They have like, like smaller or, like order numbers. But Uncle Grandpa is like, we did like over 100 episodes. And they're... In three seasons? Wow. Yeah. And, and duck. Like over 111 minute episodes. Oh, okay. still, no, still, still yet. Though, yeah. yeah, but like they're they're gonna be splitting episodes. it up. Just say 50 episodes. They, bank, <laughs> they banked a bunch of episodes, so technically they're gonna keep airing it, and they're gonna cut them up and make them into season four and season five. Um, mix and match and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. they're just gonna keep them going. Like they're just gonna make. So they've them always done that in cartoons, right? Because like there was always nasty. a time where I'd be watching a like a Red and Stimpy or some other old cartoon, and yeah. I'd be like, I've seen this one, I think, but this one doesn't seem familiar. Yeah, or yeah, they or they, they do it with like all the old. Uh, like Danger they Mouse. They pair them too. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like Danger Mouse, boss. and then like the, what was the banana thing that used to go after Danger Mouse? Banana. Banana Man. <laughs> I don't that think guy, that. the Rastafarian banana up in the <laughs> shelf up there. No oh, man. Uh, yes, I should have. We all know over Banana that. Man. Cause, no, because there would be Danger Mouse cartoons, but those were sometimes only like fifteen minutes, and then yeah. to the remaining time would oh, be Banana, banana animal, Man. Banana Animal Man. It would be like <laughs> it was the man who was a banana and turned into an animal and then a man again. A lot of banana man, duck man. man with Jason Alexander. Is that what you're thinking? No. Duck Man is great. It's it's they did that a lot. It was it's a weird a '70s British cartoon, and because they would say banana man. There is a uh, uh, like a like a crazy chunk of animation time. Um, uh, where it's just so bad. All the animation <laughs> is so bad. Yeah, God, don't, don't like, even get me started on this. Because like, there's like so much. Are you talking about in a single episode or cartoons that are bad? Like well, car- cartoons series. are bad, but just the anim- the animation style, like it's just like you know, there was such fluidity to like you know Warner Brothers cartoons and Disney yeah. cartoons, and then uh, I guess it was like you know TV. You had to kind of who was it? Was it uh, Hanna Barbera? Hanna Barbera yeah. that was like Fred Flintstone would run in front of the same window yeah. <laughs> seventy five times in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that, but that was honestly that stuff is genius. Is, uh, the guy who kind of did all that stuff. His name's Ed Benedict. He designed a style that was uh, based on. Very graphical, very like angular looking uh, mm-hmm. designs that were cheap and easy to animate. And that's why Fred, Flint's, Fred Flintstone's head was like sitting into his shirt because you could keep that shirt flat and his head, you can, in, you know, that line that he has behind his mouth, like that Homer Simpson yeah. type of thing. That was just an, a, a, a separate element on a cell they can animate. So there's like all these tricks on how to efficiently animate things on a budget 
but mm-hmm. still make it look like design friendly and not yeah. so ugly. A lot of cartoons did that. They tried to maintain that like in He-Man. When you watch He-Man cartoons, they're like terrible. Like you yeah. can't animate these muscular right. characters because you can't. They're difficult. They're to not animate. wearing many clothes to hide the. Like, yeah, the so you see all this anatomy, and it doesn't look right when they move it. So you kind of just keep it still, and you just have He-Man's mouth moving. They'll just like do three frames of him turning his head. And yeah. They rotoscope a lot of stuff too. But like back in the day, the Hanna Barbera era stuff and the UPA stuff, like that stuff's genius to me. Yeah. Even though it's limited, it's brilliant because of the the thought that's put. It's retro uh, engineered. Yeah. From oh, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's even more incredible, though, is that like they had no idea too that that style would end up helping Mike Lazo create like the Adult Swim style of repurposing Flash in in general. A Flash animation. I don't know. Not to get all technical about it, but like uh, Flash is this program uh, that a lot of people. I'm assuming the people listening to this know. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So like that program got um, adopted into the animation world, uh, but I think it's slowly getting phased out. But like. those Hanna Barbera style cartoons work very well with that. I worked on a show called Ricky Gervais Show on on uh, H B. It was an HBO show like a few years back. Deanna and I worked on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and their whole uh, thing was like, oh hey, let's do this in Hanna Barbera style so it could be super cheap and effective. And and they did it and like it looks really good. And it's it works a good looking well with, show. Yeah, look, it works well with that computer program. It doesn't look all like that digitally kind of. Um, I don't know how to describe. There's like a lot of cartoons on the air right now that's just not traditionally animated on mm-hmm. paper, mm-hmm. and you could tell there's a lot of squash and stretches that are like, like uh, I don't know, like I, I I can't think of any examples right now because I'm going I'm drawing a blank, but um, I just I don't it never, it never looks good. It's hard to make that stuff look. Uh, that's true. Nothing looks on better. The, than on the Ricky Gervais show, did the cartoon ever deal with his outrageous and incredible thoughts on God? <laughs> did <laughs> it ever come up? Did that ever? Well, it was. I was so curious about what Ricky Gervais thinks about God. Well, you know, it was actually a podcast that he did. He did. Remember, he had that. He very knows. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then he was. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, yeah. he's, he's just making. You know what? But this is his first podcast. We can get to that. I think I think people are a bit hard on Ricky Gervais, the guy who gave us The Office. I think we're a bit hard on him. I agree. Um, I enjoyed working on that show. He you know what? But this guy. show isn't called Jonah Ray Tunes. <laughs> it's called Jonah Ray Dio. <laughs> We're sorry that he couldn't make it because he's on a cartoon podcast. Uh, um, but, Double you know, books. Um, Mike uh, is in an incredible band called The Manx. And uh, I was wondering, I have the album. You have the new album? Yeah, I have the new album. Oh, you do? Because uh, I brought it. I didn't know if you... And we don't uh, have them pressed, so I don't even know who has them. No, I, I got it sent. Uh, Zach sent it to me. Oh, uh, okay, Just because I was asking him how to go, and he said he'd send it to me. Oh, cool, Is cool. It, can I... Are you like? In the, can I play a song? Oh, dude, please. Absolutely. All um, right, cool. Can I recommend one to play? Or, or unless you want to play... Well, one? I really like Back in the Trash. Oh, yeah, that's what I would have recommended. This, this is my favorite track off the album. Oh, you guys know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we worked really hard. Yeah, it's this a one. new, it's a new direction. We're yeah. kind of trying things out. Less I'm, pirate uh, punk. Put down the accordion, and I. See, that's you too, right? What's like the audio effect you're doing on your voice? Um, it is a blend of. <laughs> It's nasty a Big and Sean cool. emulator app. <laughs> it's the blend of nasty and cool. You should have him review things. I don't even know what this is. Man. What, who, who is this? I'm so out of touch. All right, uh, we're gonna take a break and listen to uh, a Manx song off the new. When's it coming out? Um, well, it was supposed to be coming out in July, but um, the pressing company that um, is supposed to make our records is uh, they, they fucked something up. They hey, fucked up our records, so we have to. When I first, when I put out a seven inch in two thousand seven, I got the test pressing back in three weeks. I had the record out in a month and a half. Um, 
just recently we t- we're going to be getting uh, Matt Dwyer's uh, LP back uh, that we're putting out, and uh, we sent that in in uh, November, <laughs> and we're we got the test pressing back uh, about a month ago. It's because uh, everyone's rushing into everyone's vinyl, making right? re- all the the yeah. major label record la- uh, like the major you know record labels came back and started pressing vinyl yeah. and like because of s- the amount of pressing plants that went out of business during the time that records stopped selling, right. they haven't built any new ones, even though the demand has swung back up. There's only one new one that started up in uh, Eastern Europe, Europe somewhere. Yeah, uh, the, uh, in the ch- that's where, I think that might be the place where we So they're ours. new, and so they've been having a lot of growing pains. Right. I've gotten yeah. two different reissues on vinyl in the last two months that are out of the package uh, skipping and shitty. No oh, way! Wow, because they're, 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 so they're, 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 they're just trying they're just to get, blowing yeah. them through. They're just blowing them through. Yeah, there's yeah. it's wow. not there's a oh terrible. It's a real bummer. Um, but uh, but hey, it looks cool on a shelf. So, <laughs> so this is uh, back in the trash off of uh, the uh, new Manx album Voyage and Bad Taste.
No? Nothing? Check, you. Check your connection. Mm. Oh, there it is. Well, Too late. you know what? It took a long time, but it wasn't worth the wait either. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's our whole mantra for going into season three. I think so. You know what? I don't care what people want from the show. No. I'm done. We've made that clear. I'm done. <laughs> uh, so um, what you just heard was the track Famous Last Words. Um uh, from the new Harmar Superstar album, Best Summer Ever, which Excellent is great. Song. He's on tour yeah. with that right awesome. now. It's, it's a great album. So cool. Real eclectic. I believe it was produced by, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Julian Casablancas. From, yes. um, Tell him what the, what the name of that song was again. Famous Last Words. Also, uh, the name of a very good um, uh, Blanca Patch writing sample, which is just a list of like famous last words. Uh, one of them being, uh, uh, <laughs> it looks like it's all up to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the other one is, uh, you know, this has some uh, some coarse language, and I apologize, but it is very funny. So, uh, so which one of you faggots parked their Harley on my prized azaleas? <laughs> oh, oh wow, brilliant! Yeah, really? yeah, it's like, and it's two pages of this. That's like Blanca Patch style, just like machine gun. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, but yeah, and then before that was a track <laughs> off the new uh, Manx album, Voyage and Bad Taste. Like probably the best okay. sounding and the most uh, crazy thing yeah. you guys have done yet. Yeah, yeah, we got we got a really good uh, guy to produce it. This dude named Toshi Kasai. Um, yeah, he's always oh, awesome. He's a Japanese little Japanese dude who lives in uh, L.A. and he's. He's awesome. He's like he's produced like uh, everyone's just gliding over. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> season well, three, said, we're not stopping said, for you racism. Made, <laughs> you made, I, I, Man, did you, did I, you make I said, a little? I said Japanese. the F word. I said the F word, and then I just the floodgates are open. <laughs> well, you you were uh, implying a little Japanese sound, word. which is fine. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. I was I was um, uh, qualifying. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you were. You were. <laughs> Or I'm not sure if it was it was one of those situations where like you know your uncle says something incredibly racist and everyone just goes ah and so anyway yeah we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go see uh, Central Intelligence mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't it was wow that was very specific I too. just watched the drama for a, a Chris oh wait, wait I was thinking it's the Kevin, Chris no it's Chris Kevin Hart and um and the Rock oh okay. no now who now who's the racist oh, now? That, that explains why they're doing all those movie awards together. Yeah, they got a movie. You know, if they're if that's if Central Intelligence is as funny as the uh, the Rock's uh, Instagram feed when they're they're hanging out, I will go see that movie twice. (laughs) I love the Rock so much. I love that he responded to your tweet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was this? So I said, like, I legit had a dream uh, that the Rock and I I were like hanging out. We were like, he was like, you know. Training me. We were working out. We were talking about Hawaii, and then like, and and, uh, isn't he from Florida? He until he was fifteen, he lived in Hawaii. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Uh, and then so, uh, and then no, 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 not now. And then like I tweeted it, and he retweeted it, saying like, "Hey man, you gotta stop eating so much cheese before bed." He knows you. He is funny. He he posted a picture on his Instagram or a video on Instagram where he broke his finger, and it was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> his yeah. finger was like bent backwards, and he like was like oh, showing it. That. He was like making a joke about it. it. I was like, "Oh, this is brutal," but yeah. he had a good attitude about yeah, it. He's, he's pretty great. Um, but uh, yeah, so you guys like actually get, like was this the first time you worked with a producer? Yeah, or? yeah, pretty much. We like because uh, we've done our own stuff, and it's always been DIY for us. And this time we're like, you know what? Let's just like throw some money into this and actually have like a real person. 
a real human do this for us. Um, but yeah, it's, have someone uh, to settle the arguments. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it was just it was such a nice experience to like not have to worry about all the technical stuff and, and actually work with someone who can guide us in the right direction. And this dude Toshi is a great, and he's worked with like a million great bands. Like he works with the Melvins and Tool and Foo Fighters and things like that. So like, oh, yeah. and you you had um, Buzzo on one of your yeah, songs, actually, no that, way. That was actually, we, yeah, oh, we had yeah. King Buzzo. We had Buzz Osborne do a do guest vocals on one of the tracks, which we were just like. Because we're all big Melvin's nerds and uh, like growing up and stuff, so we were just freaking out. And then um, uh, we just be- kind of became friendly with with him and Dale Crover. That's crazy. Because um, they were because we we recorded everything in their studio. Like that oh, nice. was their their rehearsal space is Toshi's recording studio. So we were there. We were, like we were next to all their gear and <laughs> got to play around with Chris Novoselic's bass, wow. which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, Cause they're all, you know, they're all friends and stuff. And then, um, Buzz did, uh, guest vocals and, uh, he also, um, it was a weird connection. We also got Buzz and Dale to do guest vo- voices on an uncle grandpa episode. Oh, oh okay. wild. Yeah. So there's an uncle grandpa episode where uncle grandpa meets the Melvins, uh, or this little girl is trying to, she trying to get ready for a talent show, but her band bails on her. So uncle grandpa gets the Melvins to join her band. <laughs> and so it's like generally, and, and, uh, me and my friend Nick Edwards wrote that episode and it was great. And then they came in, they did the voices. That's awesome. And with That's like that, some real Pete and Pete shit right there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was like a dream. It was like, it was Simpsons like a constant get you dream. Too. You get the Melvins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, dude. Yeah, that's equivalent. much cooler. Yeah, yeah way better. I love that YouTube episode. That's yeah. a, that's one of my favorite episodes. But um, that's amazing. Uh, but then with that, afterwards we're like, hey, Buzz, uh, do you mind doing some guest vocals? And he's like, yeah. So like, he totally like was yeah. same so studio. Same Just studio. like finish these lines and then sing uh, this. No. Well, he did the Cartoon Network stuff. He did the Uncle Grandpa stuff at Cartoon Network, and well, then. Uh, Ryan Catner um, dropping in. Smoking here. The the guy says it's seeping through. Yeah, the baby, um, the baby. Yeah. Dave Clock and I uh, geeked out because we went to a hockey game and Buzz was sitting like four rows behind us. Oh, oh good and, thing it was in front of you. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we did that thing Hair where like joke. we pretended like we were taking a picture of ourselves, but we we're like yeah. framing it so that he was right between us. He's cool, man. Like he's the type of guy that if you if you if you could spot that you're like a nerd, yeah. I think he'd be like. Okay. Yeah, I have to feel like Buzz. Like not a lot of people go up to him. Like the right people probably. Yeah, know he's really, he's in a right? spot though. So I think anyone who recognizes him sees him from a while. D- away. Dale's a lot like approach, a lot more approachable. Yeah, like uh, uh, he's just he, and which you would never think because like in all the interviews and all the videos you see of him Dale Crover's like so quiet but then he's so chatty and talkative oh, and, cool. yeah. and I'm like dude you're fucking awesome and you, <laughs> you, know, you know it's so funny uh, when watching um, not Soaked in Bleach but uh, the other Life Montage Tonight. of Heck I think oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Life Tonight Sold Out uh, or no, like what's but it's montage like of heck or montage of heck where it's just like you see how much of a dick Chris Novoselic was to every like it's like Kurt like you you never knew that because all they would ever show is the times like Kurt just kind of like said like you know three word answers or right. something like that. And in this in the documentary, it's just Chris Novoselic being a complete prick. Total fucking <laughs> really? asshole. Yeah. And again and again. I didn't catch yeah. that. I didn't. I, mean, I didn't funny, see it. It's funny, but him just like. Uh, it's like, uh, oh, what is it like being the voice of a generation? Man, this weight uh, on our shoulder. Like, yeah. just like, and no yeah. one could ask a question that they wouldn't scoff at. Oh, man. You know, you know, Buzz, like, denounced that whole do- documentary. Uh, he yeah, he denounced, public- he denounced, like, the story, the one particular story where, like, he says he had sex with, like, a, a mentally challenged girl. girl. Okay, yeah, I guess. And, and, like, his response was, that didn't happen. 
that town was too small for that that to become <laughs> the most gossiped about <laughs> thing. Uh, I was on, I was on Doug Loves Movies once, and um, the guy for, that made Montage of Heck was there, and I couldn't stop. I just watched. Montage of heck, and I or uh, I, I just watched Soaked in Bleach, and I couldn't stop talking about. It. He's like, and off mic, he's like, "Hey man, if you could not talk about the other." Oh, fine. I'll just go to Kurt and Courtney. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like Montage of Heck, I call that the uh, loose change of grunge documentaries. <laughs> where oh God, you're watching, you're like. I mean, it makes sense. I dug, I dug the style, man. I really, I like the audio that they took and they animated it all, and it yeah. felt like it was footage. Yeah, in a no, weird no, way. It, it was great. It was very it was clever. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the approach was good, and I, I loved that stuff, man. I know. I it, wish it was just that. I don't need to hear people talking about them. I want to. That's the thing. Like, it feels like there's, there's, there's enough audio stuff to just make the yeah. movie in his own words. I, yeah. yeah, I feel, and also I felt like it should have been like a five part thing or something. There's like too much to put into that one. I was like, there's like other things that I wanted to know about. It was. Very very Kurt Cobain centric, obviously, but I wanted to know more about the band. And yeah, more exactly. About- right. Once you kind of, I think, and that's the thing is like, as we've now aged well past what he was uh, when he died, um, you kind of just go like, you know, I'm tired of hearing about this 26 year old heroin dude fucking talking about <laughs> life and yeah. fame. Like, just tell me about the band story. I want to yeah. hear about dude. the stories about the band. I used to want to only hear about this guy's story and try and piece the Piece yeah. of, a puzzle, right. you yeah. know, together. But now that I'm like, you know, years older than he was, I, I just go, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> shut up. And deal with it enough. Yeah, really, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was so crazy that that document put in perspective. It was like a a four year span or a five year from like 1990 to 1995, 1989 to 1994 of all the Nirvana success. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everything Nirvana ever accomplished was in like four or five years. Right. And yeah. that fucking blow it blows my mind because like that's like nothing nowadays for like a. Yeah, even even yeah. you look at the Beatles too. Ten years, less than ten years yeah. of the Beatles. Like from, oh. from like from like hold my hand until like fucking let it be is less than ten years. It's, yeah, like it's that's pretty unreal. Rare. Yeah, that's like it's unreal the change they underwent. Yeah, exactly. Well, they go from Justin Bieber style popsters to the craziest thing you could. But, find. They, but they kept it all. They kept going. It's like Nirvana put out three albums, three studio albums in that time, and yeah. they became like the best albums of all time yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's ridiculous. It is. It is nuts, though. It's like I remember the difference from when it was ten years. The difference from when uh, Nevermind came out to when uh, uh, Is This It from the Strokes came out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just like it was like crazy. Yeah, like look at what's happened to music in that time. And then when the tenth anniversary of Is This It uh, came out, I was like. <laughs> Crazy! Fuck. Look how little happened. Look at the music <laughs> <this time. laughs> Nothing has changed. Uh, Everyone yeah. just kind of was like, "All right, I can get all of music for the same price now." Yeah, free. <laughs> yeah, the business changed, but music, music yeah. did. Everyone, the, just the nothing um, changed. The thing about the 21st century is that if any of us were to be suddenly transported back to the year 2001, we would not stand out at all. And if you were transported from the year 1979 to the year 1959, uh, what would happen is you would be so out of place, you know? Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Uh, so, like, the whole culture is sort of, like, in a standstill a little bit for the last 15 years or so. Which is, I mean, is fine that- considering that, like, how long did the Renaissance last? Like three hundred years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, everything comes down. So it's because of instant communication. Everything like, comes yeah. down. Something, it's viralism. Like things happen and then they happen globally all at once. It's not like a movement that yeah. spreads slowly yeah. as like 
travelers from town to town go, you have to hear of this new thing that you wouldn't have heard for. But I, I read this really great that, article. Well, go ahead. Well, that was like the guy. This, the, the theory was the reason why sort of fashion, like why cars look more or less the same as they did ten years or fifteen years ago, um, is because everything else has changed so much because technology has changed so fast that we now carry these computers in our pockets and shit. That like everybody like subconsciously was like, that's enough change. <laughs> like, really? I'm going to keep wearing the same shirt. Really? Uh, because this thing has so totally hey, wait changed a minute. my yeah, whole life. Because I've dressed the same for fucking like 15, 20 <laughs> yeah. years. I just feel like I'm out of touch, man. Because I think there's some crazy, like for, for metal, if we want to stick, stick to certain genres, right. I think metal from 2000 to 2015, 2016 has done some weird things and some interesting things and kind of gone backwards and then some throwback stuff. I think it got like, it's like, it's like that's when metal like basically started being produced like pop music. Oh, dude, it's like, it's thrived now. It's like so much more mainstream than it ever was when I was a kid. Because well, like the gorgeous the people started playing metal. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you see like a new metal band, they're good looking kids yeah. and they look like yeah. emo kids from fucking yeah. 98. Look at all the locust dudes. Like all those, all the three one G people are like supermodel, like punky, like well, very, you're retro. also seeing them through the eyes of an old person. Like yeah, you just yeah, you see their youth, and you're like, "That's a good-looking guy." Dave Mustaine <laughs> was pretty. Was very pretty. Yeah, you look at all these. Dave was very pretty. Yeah, but you look. You look like well, you look at Black Sabbath back in their day. I guess they were attractive. No, but, no, but they were no, young. Black That's Sabbath what Neil's saying. They're young. They're young. You're young. So you know what that that ends up looking like, and you're like, "Oh wow, way better when." Yeah, yeah. If I was gonna fuck one of those guys, I would definitely do it in '71 and not '85. I think like older Metallica is more handsome than young Metallica because you see like young Metallica, and you have like James. Have this big old red nose and just like gross hair and zit, zitty yeah, face, yeah. and then now they're all like clean cut and yeah. yeah. Good he's a, he's a rockabilly well. dude. He's a rockabilly dude. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's out of out of any of us. It's a, you know, Ryan. You've been like in music. It's, you're like kind of an elder statesman. In, uh, oh God. What? Oh, sorry. Ryan Katner just walked in. Honus, Honus. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is here. Um, you got to play a thing. You're gonna call me out. Which is. <laughs> Wait! Oh wow! Thanks, I appreciate that one. Yeah, <laughs> a piano tune from Ryan's sometimes collaborator Nick Thorburn. Hey, if you want to go see Nick Thorburn on the road, with is it solo or is it Islands? It's Islands. Uh, you you would go and see the opener. Well, that's all. I oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Are you about way? I'm opening that tour. <laughs> cool. Where are you guys playing in town? We're playing the Terragram on June 9th. Oh, that's a that's great, great. Which I went to cool. the first time of the day, and I got to see Jonah, and yeah. it was nice. Thermal place. Nice. Yeah, the thermals I'm going were to Terragram on the 7th to see Chelsea Wolf. Yeah, it's so. a great sounding venue, great sight lines, you know. Cool. Yeah, it's I've a, never it's been. Good, so good sight lines. It's, yeah. like it's a mini El Rey almost. That's what, what, I was looking at pictures. It looks kind of uh, uh, fancy, but in a small... It's next to the Monte. Kind of like, yeah, it's next yeah. to like a great bar. What is that neighborhood? It's kind of that weird between downtown and... In Koreatown? And like, yeah, the park or whatever. Um, that, yeah, it's like South MacArthur Park. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just East it Koreatown. It's just, it's just downtown. Yeah. The thing is, it's like you'd like to think downtown stops just because... like It kind of does because of the 110, but it's like right on the other side of it. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard of it. It's a, it's, it looks like a cool it's venue. It's just a fairly new venue. I've been there twice. I saw Tegan and Sarah there. Uh, right. And then I went and saw Thermals there with uh, Summer Cannibals. Oh, they uh, were so good. Summer Cannibals were so great. So and good. then uh, Colleen Green yeah. uh, opened up. And it was like, it's a great sounding venue. 
for tall guys, what a dream. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a dream for you. No, you it's not. Not when you want to... You know, yeah, like, the tall guy that drives a bug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's a dream. Yeah, yeah. No, here's... Are you I making mean, fun of the size have... of my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only automobile I can buy that I can afford. Here's, here's the thing. I'm, t- I'm so up. tired of like everyone saying... like Every time it's like everyone's like, wow, you're tall. I go, yeah. They go, we talking about it. It's great. Like It's like, to me, being like maybe five inches shorter, four inches shorter... Would be great yeah, to be but, like yeah. a little like so you know like when you go on a plane and it's like it's like you know how flight for you is bad enough. Imagine making it fucking ten times worse. <laughs> you know when you hug somebody and you embrace your bodies and your head it's, it's, hits the other person's shoulder. You know what I have to he- lay my head on someone's skull, the top of their head, and it's like and you know you get my fucking bosom, my it's, ample it's bosom. <laughs> you are like you have the the uh, the encasing of like an alpha male. Like I'll fuck shit the up. Fuck you, you you're say like a warrior. You're like a you were built to be like this fighter, but in this modern world, well, like, I'm my, just. I, I will say this: I am just glad I'm this tall because I'm this ugly. Because if I was this, sh- <laughs> if I was shorter and this ugly, I would get nowhere You're in life. You're some dude, Cash. A, you have a nice beard, here's full a head of hair. Well, you look thank great. you. Here's That's thing, not though. exactly what I was looking for, but <laughs> it's nice check to get it. Out. Cash's posture is much better than mine. Uh, he grew up in Northern California. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other kind of you know taller people there. I grew up in Hawaii where mostly everybody I knew was about a foot shorter. And so like I had to kind of do my best to fit in. And, and so you hunched I hunched over. over. Also Weird. going to like going to like punk shows like all the time. You can't hear when other people are talking, so you oh, have yeah. to kind of get in on the conversation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is that is the worst. That at anything live, you're just like I'm. You should text me because we're yeah. not we're not gonna talk. Uh, honestly, I feel like such an idiot. Like it's like people even at a loud bar or something like that. Like you know. All my friends will be having a conversation. I'll be standing there, just kind of everyone's like going, "What?" You really loom on in. Don't yeah, you? yeah. Be- yeah. Better, that's better. why I think you should play like a tiny drum kit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like this drum kit right over here with like the eighteen inch kick. You know what? Yeah. I was on tour years ago. I was on tour, and some guy's like, "Where'd you get such a tiny drum kit?" And I was like. I'm just big. Why don't you get closer to it? Because like, oh man, I'm sorry. Well, the, the cool thing about the teragram is the room kind of V's. So there's sightline. There's great sightlines everywhere. And there's like, ah, these cool, beams cool. along the wait. side, so you kind of get these little pockets that you won't be blocking anybody. But yeah. they they run towards the front of the stage. The sound is incredible. There's like a great bar with food, and there's like another bar that's just a bar. Were like, you moshing? Bars in there? Yeah, there's two really bars. Yeah. But the, you know, the, it is that it has that weird middle thing. I, I've never seen a show. With the that sound I, booth, right? Yeah, there? I've I've only been there for like events. Yeah. And I was curious about how it was for shows because it does have that weird middle sound thing. And there's like a not, not just the bar, but there's like an actual. Like wall, they right have to have middle. a wall, right, to be able to like. Are you talking about the sound guy? No, it's not or, quite. There's a wall and seats. Or maybe the seats were just there for the event. Maybe for no, the event. just no, for yeah, the event. Just, yeah, but there was yeah. definitely so a little the, wall. There was well, there's like the booth, the sound booth, and then behind that is the bar. So which is kind of nice because it kind of sections off the bar, so it's it's like more. It's, it's easier a, to go and. It's get obtainable. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for me, I was able to stand at the bar and look over the booth and, and, and watch. watch. Yeah, which is not the most enjoyable, not to be up close to the speakers. Yeah, yeah. You know you know how you like to get close to the music? You know when you go yeah. see Guar, you like go to the front? Oh, you have to be in the front. Yeah, yeah. I, no like, when you're... I got to the front, I heard these people at Guar because I wanted to fucking experience Guar. And these two guys are talking shit about me. What? Why? Because I was blocking their view. Oh, fuck Because I you, wanted the dude. same thing be, that be... every other Guar American wanted. <laughs> Whatever, man. People had like weird hats on and shit, these big old helmets in the audience. No, dude, um, you get you get like swashed. You're like a big wave of people at a Guar show because you're getting smashed. I mean, that, yeah. And, yeah, but yeah. whatever. No, honestly, better than being short at a show. Let's just say 
Anywhere between 5'11 and 6'1 is the ideal height. Oh, yeah. I'm like 5'9 five five nine nine and a half, and Me I feel too. pretty good about it. I'm, all, <laughs> I'm exactly 5'9 like and a half. 5'10 is like average male height, yeah. and I'm like just under it. Uh, I'm okay with it. I feel yeah. real good about yeah. it. I, I can. I would I, never look at you and think you're short. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm not short. I'm. I would never. I would never say that to your face, though, Devin. <laughs> Devin, I would never like talk about how short you are. Well, well it's nice. It's good. Yeah. As someone who's five two, fuck all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> are you five two? Five one and a half. Really? On a good day. No, no, you're no, not. They don't know. Sitting down. <laughs> you're sitting down right now. You're five one. The first time I saw Perry Farrell in real life, I was like, this guy's oh, so wow. tiny. And then I remember. He's a he's a oh, tiny wow. man, but then you remember like all those uh, early Jane's Addiction like uh, videos. It's always like a lower angle, and oh. he just looks like a fucking mountain, <laughs> like a fish island, yeah, yeah, like a mountain song. And it like, makes you wonder. Should, uh, and it makes you wonder was he was he doing as many drugs as we thought he was doing, or was he doing a little guy amount of drugs? A little, guy. like was he a littler <laughs> dude? Probably was, a yeah. lot amount of Some drugs. Some guys are doing rails. He's doing a curve. Well, he was just doing like much, <laughs> he was doing much smaller little. He might have built his way up the little, little, little like, cat one. The taller <laughs> amounts of drugs. The taller amounts of drugs. Yeah. I think it's a nice uh, moment to. Uh, we're gonna take a break for with a song. Did you want to premiere the song now, or did you want to wait? Yeah, I'll just. W- I don't have the master back yet. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll wait. But uh, um, if you do want to catch, uh, if you're a fan of Man Man, you will uh, just absolutely love the new stuff that uh, Ryan Honus Honus uh, is making. I saw you guys at Jazz Fest, and it was like the that new stuff. Just, it's just so fun. And that was our so first good. show. So cool. It like, was great. It was great. And it's a good live show too. It's like you got like a good group of guys that you like seemingly have more I don't want to say more fun with than you've had with but like that like the last few years of Man Man you had a lot of guys that you kind of hired yeah this is like just a crew of weirdos who know there's no money and they just want to have fun yeah yeah which it's, is you know that that's that, that's why music is fun yeah yeah exactly because there's yeah. no money <laughs> yeah because yeah, there's no money and you're just doing it because you like the songs and you're, you're just like spending time on stage yeah yeah, definitely, and it's like out. that's what it feels like yeah. seeing that. Like, you, and, like you, and you seem invigorated more so than I've seen you in a long time. Yeah. I I will say this: just go for the fucking mariachi suit. He's got a spectacular <laughs> dude, stage costume, and you're opening for for islands. For islands, yes. oh, dude! I, I so they're they're playing again now a lot. They, they just released two albums last two week. Two albums, not a double two, album, two, two separate albums. Two separate albums. This they band have, has they not both have been their doing diff- stuff for a while. No, they put he or, put he put out a record last year. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. been ski mask. I yeah, remember he's... islands from back in the day. I, haven't, I guess I'm out of time. I haven't. Kept yeah, yeah. Up, oh, it's okay. We've all... established, Mike. You don't know what's going on in the <laughs> world. Let's talk about going. All right, we're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a break for a couple songs. Uh, speaking of the thermals, we're gonna uh, play the thermals off their new album. We disappear. This song is called "Thinking of You." <laughs> The things you said, every word you wrote, every word I read I, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff Well, I guess it's taking me long enough But I've been listening to the voice inside my head What should I hear you instead? Whoa, when I thought about love To heal, but it hurts to say. I've been thinking everything. 
What you just heard was the song Go Home by Summer Cannibals. Uh, that's their new single. 
Uh, they are on tour with the band I played before that, The Thermals. Um, and I think they just wrapped up. The oh, yeah, tour, I think it was today, actually. Yeah, yeah. but it was a, it was a, they're a great band on Kill Rock Stars Records, which is a fantastic label. Um, that you know, Kurt Braunohler and uh, Ron Funches and Cameron Esposito. Uh, Cameron Esposito. I, I keep Leah losing Butcher. roles to all three, all four of those people. <laughs> Wait, what? I keep losing roles to all four of them. Every yeah. time I go into audition, it's like, oh, Kurt <laughs> and Ron. God damn it! I'm never booking this. I did just lose a part to Kurt Braunohler. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's uh, but it's okay because I'm a white guy and I'm interchangeable. <laughs> That's every time like I like I don't get a part. Uh, it's uh, my magic. He goes, he, uh, he goes, hey, man, it's hard being a white guy in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those are both uh, Summer Cannibals. Great. At, you know, I listen. I know I don't normally listen to the podcast. I listen back to uh, the podcast mm-hmm. the one we did last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, not the whole thing. Oh, we got through. notes. No, uh, no, 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 no notes. Uh, was I any good? You were quiet. Cash was probably the most quiet he's ever been. Yeah. Okay. It's this new setup. I decided I need to be more proactive if I'm going to sit, be sitting back here. But you should join in more. It's good when you do. Oh, God. But um, You kind of don- dominate the room. Who does? Me? You. I know. And that's another <laughs> thing I realized, too. That uh, Well, it's your I, show. It's got your name on it. Yeah. And also, I, I we're, just, all, we're all just like bouncing balls off the fence. You're playing the game. You're a natural born host. You have that. Yeah. The, you the, shut the, second, the fuck up. Shut second, up about that. The second there's yeah, a you silence, should. you have like, you jump right in. And this is my, this is goes with what I, what I know for a fact to be what makes a good host is someone that's so frightened of an awkward silence yep. that they will do everything in their power to not uh, make that happen. And that's me. I just, yeah. I can't, like, I just kind of go, take you're control. Good. You're really good at it though. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I hate awkward silences, but I'm really bad at filling them in. Always just like really neurotic and dumb. And uh, he, he so likes awkward. Very happy audibles. that you uh, you should be happy that you you're good at. Shut that. up, dummy! <laughs> don't 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 do this to me. Oh, he's doing. He's doing the awkward don't do this silence. To me. See, I feel the same way. The idea that like I f- I feel personally responsible. Uh, if there is a silence, so I feel like I have mm-hmm. to fill mm-hmm. it with something because I feel like yeah. I'm such a fucking narcissist that I assume everybody's like waiting for you. Yeah, what's what's this idiot going to say now? Yeah. So yeah. I have to say something. So. Narcissism and, yeah. goes so many different directions. Oh, it's I'm it's really bad so at talking so over bad. people too. It's like, <laughs> like so. I mean, I, I find in podcasts I'm usually like, uh, and I uh, uh, yeah yeah yeah. I get, I get I get called out a lot for well. Plus, I also say I say like. And it's like uh, more than I've ever ever want to. But I also uh, I, I tend to um, kind of just go. I say yeah a lot. But it's also a Hawaiian thing. You say yeah to anyone. That's like your way of responding. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a New York thing. I, I yeah. just you know I, there was a really cool podcast I heard about how New Yorkers talk and the idea is that New Yorkers are very active listeners. And so a New Yorker, while you're talking to them, be like, yeah, that fucking guy. What kind of sandwich? Like, so we have a very active style, and, and people find that really off-putting. But for yeah. us, it means that we're actually paying fucking attention to you. That's what I'm worried about. People, I just want to make it seem like I'm engaged. Like, you're, yeah, you're pretending like you're listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like yeah. it's like you're listening to like, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I do like the fuck? Yeah. I'm, I'm there with you, man. Um so uh, oh Ryan, you're uh, tell everybody what you're drinking. Oh, I'm drinking an Iron Maiden beer. Trooper. Oh, the Trooper beer. The Trooper, oh yeah. Uh, cool. Brown, it's a brown ale? I think so. You know, it's you know, pretty good. Had, had I just got it based on the can. We had some of those when we were at uh Grillamall. Grillamall. Mm. Have you been to Grillamall? 
Devin? No, I've not. Oh, it's we did a live show there. So it's just cool. gnarly hamburgers, but they're all like metal themed. Yeah, hamburgers. I've seen the Instagrams. Yeah, yeah, we, and, play, uh, we played that. Yeah, we did show. a live show, yeah, and you guys awesome. we should do that again. Those guys, Dude, I mean, so cool. they, was, they were fantastic. It was a lot of fun. That was a lot, a lot of fun. Is the food good? Yes. yes. Holy okay. shit, they're fucking gourmet burgers. Okay, that are like. This t- well, I'm making a motion of like a foot tall. So, yeah. They're like they're like a foot tall of like all kinds of like, you know, sriracha, onion rings, peanut butter, whatever. It's like a Ninja Turtles pizza, but in uh, burger form. But it's good because a lot of that stuff. A lot of times, I find a lot of the really hip restaurants and stuff. It's like Dare food. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I dare you. Yes, to there put are this those. On there the are end. those. Yeah. They have those, uh, but they what, have like normal ones. What's too. the What's the chicken sandwich one? Where the, like it's oh, chicken. the chicken and waffle sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's like chicken. <laughs> it's like the chicken buns for a burger with something oh. else. And then there's on. the I annihilator, which instead of buns, it's um, instead of buns, it's uh, grilled cheese, two grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> oh yeah, we we timed how long oh, it yeah. took it Dave is. Clock to eat one of those. And how much? Like we we're all saying, all right, you have like 15 minutes, and he was just like, boom. <laughs> yeah, I shot a video of him. You can see the sweat, just yeah. like, the sweat and the shame. I, uh, on the break, I wanted to, I wanted to put a picture of you to see Jonah because I don't know how you feel about your size. Oh, man. But look at this dude. This will make you feel better. Oh, Christ! Wow. That's this a normal sized human being to on, on the side of him. This guy Boban. Was he? Is he's he a basketball player, but he's he's his hands. Are probably three times the size of your hands. Got pretty big hands. When Andre I mean, the Giant used to go to insane. Japan, he'd have to shit in the bathtub. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because because Japanese toilets were too little. Yeah. <laughs> and Andre the Giant was so big, so he had to shit in the bathtub. Yeah. He also like it, when you see pictures of him hanging out with his friends at like clubs or, or uh, bars and some of like that. He everyone it looks like everyone's drinking beer, and then you see it's like oh that's a weird clear beer bottle, and so he's just drinking straight bottle of vodka. Because <laughs> oh, like that's like. That was his way so he could pace himself with all of his friends. <laughs> was just drink hard liquor. How did they smash that shit down the drain? What did they do with the big old <laughs> turd? They let it run for a while. Uh, for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then you kind of just don't tell anybody how you really got it down. Um, so I uh, tweeted out a, uh, a game, a Twitter game of sorts, uh, which was essentially, uh, what's a band you detested in your youth that you now enjoy? There's a lot of things, and I think it's a. This might be a question a little bit more for people that kind of grew up punk, where you, growing up punk, you kind of tend to just shoo away anything that's not punk. Well, I I was talking to Neil about this earlier, and it was sort of like I couldn't. I am a big baseball fan, but I could not like sports until I had forgotten about the do the jocks that I knew. So it's sort of like mine is like sort of like. Guns N' Roses or Foreigner because I hated those dudes in high school that would blast that because it was like a lifestyle choice and then you get like 10 years later and you're like eh, yeah the music's alright like I still don't like those dudes you but sh- there's no yeah there's no lifestyle attached to it to anymore let, to let you know never talk about that on the AV club because you will get uh, real or you'll get called a bitch and t- everyone will tell you to get over it well to be fair that's what I did when I talked shit about Sublime I was like it just reminds me of every guy Wait, the that AV was club people are s- defending Sublime that's I think the that inherent beauty of the- what I did <laughs> That's I, unreal. Like that feels like a homer. Like just saying, like, "Oh, Sublime sucks." Yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it's like nothing. Like, but they're defending Sublime. They do, and then, like, but they had to jump around as like, and def- they were basically defending Sublime and the way I attacked them. Yeah, because I said, like, I was making fun of uh, <laughs> Bradley Noel, like uh, overdosing, and I said, <laughs> and I said, well, at least Kirk Cobain made the choice. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Because Sublime is the uh, that's what I was going to say. Surf- J- Sublime is a surfer jock Nirvana. I <laughs> it really. I, 
Hey, I grew up in Santa Cruz. I loved them. But oh, but man. yes, they are the surfer jock. Nirvana. Anytime you see somebody like a sublime tattoo, you're like, this is a this is something that this person's gonna re- is regretting right this second. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> sublime also, I just realized they he, they got a jump on the Tupac hologram because in their videos they had like the projections oh, yeah. of him I like oh yeah, stuff. yeah you're right and like as a, as a high school kid I was like I had no idea that he had died initially yeah right because uh, I was didn't a, really make a difference because they, they were, yeah, they were huge in Hawaii are you are you saying that Sublime is some a band that you did not like when you were younger and now You're you love them oh no 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 no, no. I, Sublime uh, with Rome Jonah is really into Sublime I, right now yeah no I hate Sublime I, I hate love Sublime with Rome exactly yeah I am also Sublime is the one that lasted a lot of the bands I hated when I was younger I love now Sublime is the one that I still hate you know what I'll it's a it's it's fine. It's like I don't turn it off because it's uh, at this point just nostalgia. Because it was on it was on the radio in Hawaii all the fucking time. Yeah. But I was just saying that analogous to like what you said, which is just like it is hard to disconnect what's uh, the, like the people you don't like with the music they love. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like being like it's 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 the shitty thing about being like um like a Bernie supporter where you just go you're like I really like Bernie and then you just see all this shit that happens you're like no <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not them am I am I them I'm not them please say I'm not Trump. them. But Trump, I just don't like the Trump supporters. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Supporters. Oh, it's 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 like this thing. Like, guys I mean, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Lo- like <laughs> I, I. There's a dentist in uh, the Upper Midwest. It's like I don't care if he hunts or not. He just does a great job on my teeth. Like yeah, he hunts yeah. those cavities down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the things, all the energy Boom, he puts into. Uh, hunting and stalking endangered animals, he puts into cavities. Wait, in my wait, mouth. wait, wait! Is this why there's teeth hanging on your wall? In your <laughs> <laughs> this all makes sense now. <laughs> I'm gonna get a whole set. <laughs> there's like a big old. Can't wait like, to mount this tooth. Like, yeah, almost like where a lion's head should be, but it's just a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, so yeah. So uh, what are? Do you guys have any uh, others? Like something that you hated as a kid? Yes. And that, what is it? Uh, in high school, I really did not like Smashing Pumpkins. I thought it was because I was in punk and metal and anything. Oh, grindy I hope and Dustin weird. Marshall isn't listening to this. Oh, I know, I know, but I was so against them, and uh, I'd make fun of them all the time. The Melancholy and Infinite Sanus. I remember that came out when I was like in in sophomore year or, or junior year, and I was just so against that band. And now, every time they come on, I absolutely love them because it just makes me feel like I'm in high school again. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a nostalgia thing. It is. It is. Nostalgia is the culprit for a lot of it. But what right. is like something that you think is like you're. You like you look back and you go. It's like you know. For me, it's Coldplay. I hated Coldplay so much when they came out, and then like a few years ago, I found myself. I was like, "Wow, I never turn off a Coldplay song when it's on the radio." In fact, I turn it up now. Oh. And and then I like kind of went back and I you know I just I was like, as far as just kind of like dull, easygoing, you know, catchy tunes, it's pretty good. It's it, and I think now I, I would go as far. I'm not gonna go buy records not that you have to like buy a record to listen to it anymore but um i'm not going to go see them play live but i'm going to check out the stuff when it comes out what's the time span from you not liking them to liking from them? yellow to every tears of, old, to no, every no, tear no. drops a waterfall <laughs> give me a, give i, mean, me, I don't know be, that that means that means nothing to me i mean that's going to be age. that's going to be 15 years uh, so when when did yellow when come out when you were like out? 20 until no yellow came out i think uh, like uh what 2000 yeah it's pre now oh, so you like you're I thought you meant like when you were a kid. Like I'm just talking about school. like just anything in your youth. He's also uh, like, Mike. See, we're in our like. Oh we're yeah, old I'm now. like ten years older than <laughs> you. Yeah. Sixteen, <laughs> 16 <laughs> years ago is a long time. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was so, long. Time. Damn. Yellow pissed me off so much when it came out because it just sounded like uh, pavements here. Oh shit! I and never I, thought. And, that. and I, I think even Malcolm like came out and said like, oh, you know, 
It's a great song when I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to it, it's like the exact same chord progression the same way he's played basically man they've been plagued their entire career with being like it's like almost every album that comes out Coldplay some band's like hey we put out a song that's I just very can't imagine Coldplay's cool enough to listen to Pavement that's yeah. the, that's yeah. the I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm letting them off the hook but maybe, I mean, maybe Goop ran a feature and they d- investigated yeah. <laughs> but, but I have a feeling cold... that they, they probably dated a cool girl was it a Coldplay uh, song <laughs> that, that, that was a Joe Satriani song that was like a back to back oh it yeah song? it wasn't what yeah. was it? I, think it was I mean, the only Satriani song worth covering or even get, trying to get near is Summer Song. Oh, oh Summer Song. You know, the, your experience with the AV Club people, I had a similar experience on my own site with Coldplay people because uh, uh, when MCA died and they did their cover of You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party mm-hmm. and they did like a real sad Coldplay You Gotta cover. Fight. What? Yes, yeah, fucking horrible. Yeah. And I ran this thing about like what like a nightmare it was and like how disrespectful it was and all of my commenters flipped out on me and they were just attacking me and they're like this is how this guy is showing his sadness and I'm like this is this is this is the most disrespectful why is he just peeing on the coffin like that would that would actually be oh more God. respectful the only cool thing Coldplay did I think is the Game of Thrones thing they this is unreal the Game of Thrones was cool. and it was the night it was the night he died the night he died It's like a parody. It's like a joke. This is like a joke of how in trailers you do. But it's it's also. (laughs) (laughs) And and the other thing is, is it's like this is the this is one of the songs they're like, no, this was a joke that nobody got, and then we had to go do other stuff to prove that. Uh, in defense of Coldplay, there's a drop. Hold on, let's let's get that let's get that clean so yeah, we yeah, can yeah. drop that in, later. In, in defense in defense of Coldplay, I, in defense of Coldplay, <laughs> I think that maybe Chris Martin was like, you know, maybe there's kids out there that don't know the Beastie Boys. So let's introduce them. Uh, <laughs> that sounds nothing like the Beastie Boys. Defense over. Weird frat boy crony partyisms. Like if you wanted to like do like this version of like some of their like later Buddhist stuff, like that that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, anything nice from the Korean yeah. like that would make so that makes sense. You know, but this very much like this is her when Tori Amos did like smells like Teen Spirit. It's like I'm gonna like point out how poignant these lyrics are by slowing it down and getting out of the rock genre. But he's doing it with the dumbest shit they ever write. <laughs> the dumbest shit. You gotta fight. Okay, I gotta hear this. I, oh, that was a, that was a hook. Oh God. Very interesting. I. Uh... Oh God. You know Gwyneth is making something in the kitchen while he's recording this <laughs> on his yeah, on yeah. his MacBook. If I was Coldplay, I wouldn't have picked this song. But it's one. like, but do they know any of that? Like, are they cool enough to know any other Beastie Boys? Yeah, that's must. a good point. Yeah, like, well, why the so fuck would lame. you pick the but you number one most famous? Stop. It like, was kind of what we saw with Prince too, where it was like, I think Purple Rain is a great song, but the fact that everyone is covering Purple Rain when he died means that nobody knows Darling Nick. Not that you can. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, that's not exactly appropriate for a intergalactic planetary. That would have worked. They should have just done like like the the put my dick in the mashed potatoes skit. Everybody would be that kind of part. I always suck my dick in the mashed potatoes. And that would have been Eggman. Oh man, one of my favorites. Eggman would have been like around the back. I had I had an interaction with somebody uh, somebody at a network level on the TV show, and I made a reference to shit. You know, uh, they they were talking about oh, this is like a party and everything. I was like, well, if I knew it was this kind of party, I would have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. And then silence, yeah. like not getting that reference yeah. oh, and thinking boy. I just like to fuck potatoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> oh, I couldn't think of a band. But I thought, I, you know what it was? When I was a kid, I really hated country music. Uh, oh, yeah. Like traditional like rock and roll kid. I like everything except rap and uh, country. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, I You say rock and roll kid, but you really do mean like white city kid. White city kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. White city kid thing, right? So, uh, but then I met a girl. I think, I think every good change of heart should always come from meeting a girl. And I met a girl, and she introduced me to Graham Parsons. Yeah. And then Graham Parsons opened up the doors to all other kinds of stuff. And so that was the one. The other one I was thinking of is that I when I uh, I, I look at the stages of my life through my appreciation or dislike of the monkeys. <laughs> so oh, like I love as, the monkeys. So as a kid, I loved the monkeys. My first concert, my dad took me to go see the monkeys in a reunion tour um, with Gary U.S. Bonds. And, uh, there you and, go. and it was really great. And then as I got older and like got more serious about music, I was like, oh, the monkeys are trash. You know, the prefab four. What bullshit. And then... <laughs> And then you get older again, and you're like, oh, this is really great pop music yeah. written by really amazing writers. They're and, cool dudes, And they're man. really cool guys. And yeah, all they wanted like to them. do was like, they wanted to be real musicians and play their instruments, and, and they made a totally fucked up movie. Head, yeah, dude. Yeah, one of the and fucking like, best friend, movies ever. Their, like, you gotta look at, like, their friends, like, were like some of the craziest, coolest musicians around. Like Frank like, Zappa and shit. Well, Frank he was Zappa. Yeah, no, they were totally like, yeah. like cool. Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson's in that yeah, movie. dude. Yeah, that I mean, so awesome. that was it. So the Monkees are the one that when I was a kid, I loved them. When I got more serious about music, I was like, this is bullshit, dude. And then I l- grew up and I was like, you know what? This is really, these are good fucking songs and these are good fucking dudes. I, so, uh, I, would I have something, it, it's not exactly a, a band, but the 80s. Like, I hated the 80s when I was in them because it's... Uh, like, Spized it in the minute. Yeah, 80s metal or 80s pop? Kind of like 80s... 80s, 80s even 80s rock because it was all synth and it was all, like, overproduced and stuff like that. And I hated it at the time because I was like... The music is supposed to be like stuff you make, and it was all coming from like the 60s and 70s, and then you get to the 80s, and it's like, we're going to take all of that fun of live out, and we're just going to layer it, and every instrument's going to be a synthesizer version right. of that instrument. Yeah, I think that's what kind of makes, that. that's what definitely dates, besides the the video game in the, the beginning, that's what dates The Princess Bride, is the synthy horns they used oh, yeah. to score in the movie by Mar- Mark Knopfler. Oh, and I mean, the, uh, oh, Mark and Knopfler did that score? Yeah, but it's like you hear like oh, wow. these, these supposed to yeah. be real horns, it's like We gotta figure it out now, we don't even need real horns. Yeah, exactly. Blade Runner it's is so the funny same you way. Said that. It's so funny you said that's that, because this is legit what I was listening to. I'm just going to press play from where I was at. This is what I was listening to on the way over here. Uh... <laughs> but now I've come to appreciate it because I, kn- I know now that that was just a phase that music was going through. You know through. the ultimate young, album for that is Born in the USA. Yeah. Which is if you listen to those songs when he plays them live or any other versions of them, those songs are classic Bruce Springsteen rock songs on the album as produced. They are like 
encased in the eighties. Eighties are eighties. Yeah, it's 80s. so nutty. It's really crazy. Yeah, you, I think we were we were just too young for the eighties because there was amazing stuff that happened. Oh yeah, I, and I love it now. Eighties aged well. Yeah, eighties aged the best. Let's music. like specify eighties pop music. Eighties pop music. Eighties metal. I think eighties dance. Like Devo was around in the eighties. I think I. But that's like where that but that wasn't like pop music. No, I guess you're yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah. Cool. It was like, you know, sort of like popular popular music. Devo sort of carried over from the late seventies. It was like sort of this weird like. Middle Same with Sabbath, point. right? Sabbath like, was early seventies. I mean, like, there's really good metal from the the eighties. There's really good pop. I'm one of the things about music and pop music in general is I I don't know if we talked about this last week, but like you get to a point where you've outlived the band, and so there's no longer a like deep need to hate them anymore. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, that band is done. So I don't know. I no longer feel threatened, but that they're gonna take over the culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing them lose, that, that, I feel that's all right. About point. It. Yeah, I can yeah, enjoy yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah. yeah. That's a definite <laughs> thing of like when you're young, you're like, I'm worried that all music is gonna be this because right. it's so popular popular right now everything's yeah. gonna sway towards this and I like this other thing so that threat the threat element when you're younger is a huge deal and now you're like it oh is. crazy frog that's fine who cares yeah. music is so <laughs> it's so that. much more personal when you're young music is so personal so, yeah. like yeah. now it's like no, whatever it's well, shit that so, I listen to but there, there it's all you have when you're a fucking kid there isn't kid. that much music. music when you're young you don't, you don't have the, the breadth of knowledge you don't have the understanding of, of all of it so you're only really dealing with what's right in front of you so right. it becomes life or death but now I'm like the, the breadth of what I can listen to now like if I never heard a new song again, I still have forty years of music. Right, yeah, right. no, no, it's it's nonstop. Right. Every so time right. I, it's a you know, every time I a band I, I hear a band, I was like, wow, they're pretty good. And I go look, and they have like four other albums yeah. before I'd ever even heard of them. Right. Uh, but here's some uh, some uh, Twitter. Uh, 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 Julia Santo says. Fallout Boy. Now that just proves how young this person is. <laughs> I'm so old, goddamn it. Well, but that that raises another thing. Is like the I still hate that stuff. I still hate. I, I do oh, not that, like Fallout that, Boy. The adolescence of it all. The adolescence of music. Like music is always going to be most important. Probably between yeah. the years you're 10 and the years you're 20. Yeah. Yeah. And the, that's Very when much. literally your your body has no idea what's going on. It's getting hit by all this stuff. So you just connect with whatever's out there that is also being produced it's by somebody between 10 and 20. It's all that poetry and art. 20. Yeah. yeah it, it like, attacks you at that time. And, and sex. You, I, you kind of I, form uh, your life to it. I think for me, it was a, this is more contemporary, but Devendra Van Hart. Like I hated him. When but he first no, came but out. you were doing music when he came out. Exactly. So do you think you were threatened by him? I think it wasn't threatened. I was just like, where the hell did this this kid seems like a rich kid who's like just came out of nowhere yeah. and it's like always weird and wacky and how come like he must have a lot of money so no one ever draws the T Rex comparisons? <laughs> like his first albums just sounded like unicorn, and I was like, but you never saw that written up anywhere. And then as I got older, it made me I was like I really like his records and I like his songwriting. Like I was able to get away from like the the cutesy like. Neo full kippy dippy bullshit. Yeah, and like I think it was Little Joy. I think it was that album. I was like, okay, I'm on board. For me, I mean, uh, Bright Eyes. I like when he came around. I scoffed at it because I was just so tired of, like, like the guy was like a really good looking guy. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And like all of a sudden, like it's like, and he's just fucking man. killing it. And you're like. And every because it's like it's like you know it's a product of your of your environment. Every girl I knew just like I love Bright Eyes. I was like, yeah, because he's like the hottest dude in indie rock, <laughs> and he and he sings about the problems of getting laid too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Neutral Milk Hotel is kind of the same for me on that. I one. Love, everyone yeah. fucking loves Neutral Milk Hotel, Nobody and I. Fuck that. 
I, I only got into them recently. That's another one where I was like, I don't get them, and now yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, no, nobody who writes an album about wanting to fuck Anne Frank really gets laid. <laughs> There's just no way. I, I, yeah. I get it now. It's just Goo Goo Dolls. Um, <laughs> still oh, hate them. Yeah. <laughs> you know Goo Goo Dolls? I'll go back every once in a while and listen to some of that stuff from Actually, like, Iris. Clint Clint was pointing out to me all of the like the weird. Uh, Stuff with Google Goo Dolls, like their early career. They were a hardcore band, they apparently. Were, yeah. yeah. What? what? No, 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 just no, no, like no, no, the no. Lemonheads, just like the Jim Blossoms. They were that yeah. same. Just like Soul Beastie Silent. Boys. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. No, but like yeah. these guys were all like that. You know, they all wanted to be on SST or, you know, Kerrang or whatever. Uh, not Kerrang, but um, Tang. Tang Records. Uh, here's some other ones Fleetwood Mac and Pink Floyd did absolutely nothing for me as a kid. As a, at Wolfomatic, uh, Pink Floyd. That's a band that, like, when I hear him now, I kind of I, I get it a bit more than I did. Oh, yeah, Pink Floyd like was Pink like, Floyd oh, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I was yeah. like, that was like so, one of the only. I, I wish I listened I love. to that stuff in high school. I just, I, oh, wow. it's absolutely. That. It, I know it, I listen to it now, and I'm like, I, I don't have the stigma of like, oh, this is like high school. Yeah, Evan I'm Wardell. Like, oh, this is cool. Evan Wardell also says Bright Eyes. Uh, the class, this guy right here uh, at Comedia MX, uh, the Clash and the Cure. Didn't hate them, but didn't get them either. Really? Oh. Um, I the I Cure, still, I'll go with that with The Cure. When I was a kid, I was just like, Friday I'm in Love came out. I was just like, I don't, I don't like yeah. this stuff. But like uh, now, the, I, the then you know what the greatest, I started working at a record store, the greatest hits album came out. And then the, uh, when the greatest hits album came out, it came with a second disc. All the songs redone acoustically. If there was any keyboard parts, it was done on an, on an accordion. Wow. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, what is, when did this come out? This came out in 2001. It was their greatest hits. And like it's like okay. it's, it's not available on iTunes. It was like a bonus disc. And they did, they basically did the track listing as an, an acoustic on, album. On Spotify or anything? Is it online? I, I, I haven't, I I'm sure it's somewhere. I'm sure you can That's hunt cool. it down. I but. always liked The Cure. Uh, I was the right age for that, for the early stuff. The Clash, um, when I was a kid and I got into metal... Uh, I wanted to get uh, Motley Crue Shout at the Devil and my mom was like you know what I don't like this heavy metal I think these guys are not great um, let me buy you a punk record and my mom interesting oh wow my mom like you know, is your mom Jake Fogelness's well, mom here's the thing though my mom bought me The Clash's Cut the Crap uh, which is not a good record. Yes. And so my first taste of The Clash was that, and I was like, what is this? I want my Wasp record. Because <laughs> I had ordered... Give me Chris Holmes. I had ordered Fuck Like a Beast from Amsterdam, uh, uh, the 7-inch. And uh, so my first experience with The Clash, besides Rock the Casbah, which was like, you know, like omnipresent yeah. when I was a kid, um, was Cut the Crap, which is not a good record. So it took me a little bit longer to get into The Clash That's as a, a good result point. I remember, like, there was a lot of that stuff when you get into punk, and then there's, like, you know, the elder punks that say, these are the bands that you have to like and, yeah. and it's just yeah. kind of you go down the list it's a uh, starts at sex pistols and then ramones and the clash right. and and then like you, you have to like well, um, so a minor thread because if you're really into punk today a lot of the clash stuff does not sound like what no. you think is not punk. at all yeah it's so caribbean sounding so much <laughs> I, I never considered yeah. them a punk. uh Callie Fontecchio, Callie Kazoo, a uh, friend of the show, uh, said Guar, uh, which uh, it's like uh, basically pandering to me. What she means? <laughs> does, she, does, she, does she even know you're here? I don't know. Actually, <laughs> so I have a feeling that Maybe Callie not. hated Guar until she started dating Mike. Yeah, yeah, ex girlfriend of mine. I got her really into Guar. Took her to some shows, and now she's like really into them. As uh, she's into the live shows. She, yeah, and her her, her new like uh, her new stuff is is great. Oh, it's she's, real great. It's so, so Guar influenced. It's so <laughs> great. Um, Just your costume. Yeah, it's a, her new stuff though. though it's like it's like when I when I heard her new stuff, I was like, someone's been listening to PJ Harvey. Oh, oh yeah, you, oh, yeah. We're actually um, in August. Yes, oh, nice. going. I got, got my ticket. Actually, Callie Kazoo is going too. Nice. I, 
Let's all go together. I almost bought tickets. $70 a fucking ticket. Where dude. is no. it? No. Yeah. It's Where? in... Um, it's like one show downtown. Is it in my, yeah. is it in my bedroom? You gotta get it, dude. <laughs> yeah. $70 uh, yes. a ticket? Uh, 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 it's uh, like 60-something uh, plus surcharge. Yeah. PJ Harvey? PJ Harvey. When's the last time she was on the road? And then, um. and then Black Sabbath in September. September I, uh, I want to... I am in a PJ Harvey music video. Shut the fuck up. I don't think what? I've ever what? told any of you guys. You've this. never mentioned this. No. Explain. Uh, Finally, I, people will understand. Are you efficient to bring you my love? Nailed it. Uh, it was a Were late... you the guy that was down by the water? <laughs> I, I was not. Uh, I, somebody was shooting a PJ Harvey music video. Uh, I was working as a grip at the time, and somebody had called me up and was like, hey, man, I'm doing this. I can get you like 50 bucks a day. I didn't have any experience or I, it, I was like fine i'll show up i show up i show up uh like 20 minutes late to where they're shooting this music video and i'm walking up and i'm like uh, nobody's noticed that i'm late so i'm just gonna walk up to the grip truck i'm gonna pick up whatever they're putting out i'm gonna take it to the set and i'm walking up to the grip truck and this nerdy looking dude goes hey what are you doing here and i was like oh uh i'm a grip and he's like Hey, an actor didn't show up. He's supposed to be the creep watching her from next door. <laughs> you look like long. the kind of guy that would be perfect for this role. You gotta, you gotta be like the the peeping Tom. And I was like, Hey, you seem to be creeping around here. <laughs> I literally said, Do I have to keep unloading the truck? And he's like, No. And I was like, Fine. And I was like, This was my first experience ever being talent on anything. So I was. <laughs> I was really enjoying it. Just like have to craft services to that. On the uh, I don't remember the name of the music video. Oh, uh, yeah. It was See you. Or is it just your shadow in a window? No, no, no. It was me. Like I, we're gonna have to look. Yeah, it was. It was well, very creepy. Um, what did Callie say about Guar? She just said Guar. In the, in oh, the, that's it. Just like she used to hate them. That's yeah, right. This is going back to what uh, Devon was talking about. This uh, uh, at Dan Barrel, friend of the show. Yeah, Bayerl. Oh, by um, early. Uh, he said Metallica couldn't listen. Because it was devil music, and guys I knew who were into metal were assholes to me, so I hated them. That actually ties in together yeah. a lot of what we were talking about. Couldn't listen to it because it was devil right. music. Um, I remember I had a suicidal tendency. I like I got caught with with a suicidal tendencies uh, CD when I was going to all boys Catholic school, and uh, like uh, I got pulled in. and I had to talk to the teacher after after school, what? and he's just like he's going through the track list. And he's like, "Suicide's an alternative? No, it's not." And I was like. <laughs> And like I said, the worst thing I could have ever said in my entire life was like, you don't understand. It's just punk. <laughs> Bad movie dialogue. Yeah. Uh, wow. Josh Coleman said, in my youth, uh, but when I was young, very young, I hated Nirvana for some reason. In this guy's avatar picture, he has a mohawk now, so I'm sure he's learned <laughs> the error of his ways. Uh, Jared Payne said, the Eagles. I uh, Oh, fuck him. Yeah, I'm still still not into it. <laughs> yeah, he blew it. Uh, I'm Watch that documentary and see what fucking dicks God, those all guys those doors. guys. Watch that Eagles Except for the guy that sang... Uh, Take it easy. <laughs> No. Come on, man. Joe Walsh. Joe, no. Joe, Joe Walsh. Well, Joe on. Walsh is great. Joe Walsh but is great. But then there's like the weird bass player who has sang one song and then couldn't do it live because he had so much stage fright. Uh, Joe Walsh is so weird. You know, growing up in New York, listening to classic rock radio, you don't hear a lot of Joe Walsh, but in LA, Joe Walsh is like oh, the yeah. patron saint of, of classic yeah, rock radio. It's I love that still some music is regional. I love The I love amount that. of classic yeah, really rock nutty. radio Aerosmith and Boston in Boston is... <laughs> As opposed to The Doors and uh, Fleetwood Mac in L.A. is like, oh, it's like a switch that you flip yeah, when like you fly like, over Kansas. Here, Out here we play Red Hot Chili Peppers. In Boston they play Mission of Burma. <laughs> no, they don't. They so, play uh, the Boston. Can, can you have a band that you kind of liked as a kid and then you hated and then you went back to it as you kind of got older? Oh, like it's what? like you were So for me that's like... The Doors. Okay. Like, 
Like, you came back? I went, I Hold went on. the other way. Hold <laughs> on. In defense of the doors. In defense of the doors. <laughs> which I, 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 uh, I've called uh, many times the smash mouth of their time. Okay. <laughs> wow. And, uh, wow, that's bold. Well, uh, one of the f- my, I remember my dad came home with a VHS copy that he rented from the store of a, the Doors movie, the Oliver Stone movie. Yeah. And we sat there, we watched it, and my dad... I don't know what he was thinking. Like he didn't realize there'd be blowjobs and excessive drug use and in a doors movie. And I, and I yeah, and I was like twelve. That's a good movie. He's like, well, I've yeah. seen La Bamba, so this should be yeah, exactly. So we're watching it. Oh my god, great reference. Thank and my dad knows he's reference. fucked because they're just watching him. Like you know, I'm seeing like Nico give him a blowjob. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, and so I had a couple Doors records, and I was like, you know, I had an inkling that Jim Morrison was a cornball. And then I went through that period of like, yeah, he's a fucking cornball. He's a douchebag. Like, I bought a book of his uh, lyrics just to read them. Oh, man. But now I love that he's such a douchebag, or was. <laughs> so you like them ironically now. I appreciate what he was, because I it's I call it like the Leo to Titanic effect, where like I like how DiCaprio got fat as shit once he became famous because he was partying all the time. <laughs> so I can appreciate that with Jim Morrison. See, I like no. that he just Morrison, went okay. for it. Okay. I like, the thing I like about Jim Morrison, when, when, and, and you know, just so I, people know, when I was in junior high school, um, my friend and I sat down with our Jim Morrison picture and recreated that necklace uh, the <laughs> specifically every color. The Spencer Gist Come poster on, picture? Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, that that one. one. Your streak, uh, Devin. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, the thing I like about Jim Morrison is the same thing I like about Metallica, um, which is that um, they're both really dumb and aren't fully aware of it. Yeah, And I totally. find that really charming, and I kind of like people who are stupid but really earnestly stupid, yeah. and it's not ironic. I like. I honestly yeah, that, like oh, it. Like, I, I, I find that to be really interesting. So Jim Morrison, like his whole like puffed-up poet thing, which he's so I, terrible, I loved it, yeah. but he's, he fucking believes yeah. it. He was like 110%. And that's like, right, that's, but I think it's neat. Do you think any like all of the, the poets in the past probably did too? Do you oh, think yeah, the ones think, that oh, yeah, we totally. like, yeah. yeah. Who, who is they were all again, acceptable? Who, it's that a person on stage with confidence can hypnotize. See, confidence, that's the and thing. And whip their dick out on stage. Out yeah, on also, stage. he showed his dick. I have a lot yeah, of respect yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, in Florida. Have you ever heard the recording? It's uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, doing a jam session at the oh, Troubadour. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I can try and find that. Uh, Cash, can you, can you explain it? Can you explain it? What's the context? So, it's Jimi Hendrix... Yeah, I think it's Troubadour, but it, it, it's one of those legendary things. Jimi Hendrix was in L.A., was going to do an after-hour jam session, is is up there. And he's it, it's a good bootleg. Like, it's a really good bootleg. But it is um, that I remember getting it. I used to work at Rhino Records, and I came in, and then there was just, like, Morrison's Lament was number three. We got a bunch of these bootlegs, and I was like, Morrison's Lament, what the fuck is this? And I put it on, and I go to track three. And it was Jimi Hendrix spotted Jim Morrison in the crowd. He was fucking trashed and pulls him up on stage. He's like, we're going to do a blues jam, man. Just just be ready for it. And the first thing that happens in it is you can hear Jimi Hendrix go, man, that's not a mic. That's not a mic. And Jim Morrison is singing into like a mic stand or a broom or something like that. But he's got to like get him over to the front. Footage of this? I think this is it. Uh, he starts going like fuck in the ass. Yeah, and he then he just descends into screaming obscenities for like twenty minutes, and it's hella fucker in the ass, fucker in the hella puns. See, I mean that's why Morrison's the best. Yeah. Popular favorite. It's like Proto Kitas. This is recorded by saying that one right there. That's recorded by. <laughs> 
Drunk people on the stage yeah. doing shit. Eat a little pussy. And he probably had three kids that night after the show. No, I think there's more, but it's just. A- <laughs> That, that, that's my new ringtone. <laughs> Jim Morrison yeah, is yelling yeah. "fuck, fuck, fuck me in the ass." Fuck, fuck her, her in the ass. Fuck her in the ass. While Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, and then he goes, "Take like, that little pussy, fuck her in the ass." Brilliant. That is nice. He is giving back. You yeah, gotta right. admi- uh, you gotta. True artist. Doorman was a little too vague. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break, uh, play a few songs, and we're gonna have uh, some beers on this lovely Saturday afternoon. Oh, it's it is nice. really nice. It's You're hearing it on a something, Thursday, but it's something it's, about cruising in a garage on a Saturday afternoon. I'd give you my sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, your transitions are gonna start to kick in, man. I believe yeah. it. Actually, like a, it was like a werewolf creep, like a creepy werewolf. When the, when the sun starts to hit his glasses, they kind of they kind of tint, and then he looks like he's just gonna molest people. Yeah. Well, I had that in sixth grade. The transitions. Yeah. Give, me the, give me the Koresh tint. <laughs> give me the Koresh tint. Is what he said. He's yelling without a mic. I'm gonna crush that. Uh, this is a. Um, uh, recently, uh, one of the uh, regulars at the uh, Meltdown show came by and gave me his seven-inch record for his band Wince. Uh, and uh, if for fans of uh, early Propagandi, um, this is Wince. Uh, Propagandi, I'd say, uh, what was that uh, Santa Cruz band? Uh, Good Riddance. Oh fuck! It's kind of got like you know a they 90s. They were big ever, anywhere. Well, else? they were on Fat Records. Nineties oh, yeah. Fat Records uh, uh, fans will like no uh, the song No Catharsis by the band Wince.
three for Saturday. And, uh, and while we were Kevin, gone, what? it sounded like two bands just uh, booked a show together. Uh, Honus Honus and the Manx. Yeah. Yes, we're just it. talking about right, like seconds before you stopped the song. But we don't even know. We like, should play a show at the Hi-Hat. Oh, oh, that's a good yeah, idea. We're, we're actually we're about to book a show at the Hi-Hat. So, Let's dude, do it. perfect timing. Yeah. Wow. You and heard it here were, first. Things are happening. This is Hollywood deal making live on Hollywood, the radio. This is East, uh, East Hollywood deal making. And if Devendra is listening, Stop I love you now. Playing porn samples. Yeah. <laughs> so if you ever need an opener, it did make me laugh a lot when you're playing the. But it did like sound like here's some here's some women having orgasms and a bunch of dudes about to start talking and drinking beer. Oh, man. <laughs> So stop it. Long stop it is what I'm saying. Uh, it's, it's great, dude. I'm, I'm a huge fan, man. So it's like... Let's toast to it. There we go. Seriously, I, I saw Man Man um, many years back. You didn't drink, though, man. I don't know. Oh, I, I took a swig. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> and now you just keep on thinking of different ways to like forward. undo what you just did. <laughs> I want to flash forward to the lawsuit. That has to play this in court. <laughs> yeah. That like this is so you guys I agreed to play a show this together. Is, this is the we verbal contract. <laughs> this it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a like, safe. You were there. Here's, here's the proof. That goo goo that goo goo doll song is playing. Um, Guys, we don't we don't. For the, the record, note that Ryan Katner said in defense of uh, Coldplay <laughs> and Jim Morris. Well, Jim in Moore. defense of ISIS. Uh, <laughs> I am the. There's uh, a, there's another sample. <laughs> I think ten years from now, people are uh, who hated uh, the band I'm in are probably gonna like it. And then that your band oh. is great. And it's, uh, there's nothing. The here's no, what, here's what's great the about the Manx. Here's what I love about the Manx, and it's a lot. What I like about uh, Ryan's music as well is that. Um, when you hear it, there is no denying who it is. And that's rare with the amount of music that's out there right now. When you hear something and you immediately know who it's coming from, that's like a, a huge oh, feat. And that's it's, it, and that, I think it's so great what you guys are doing. A bunch like, of weirdo nerds. That, yeah, but uh, it's like, but you guys kind of started with one idea and then you've kind of gone through it and now you're finding your, like this, because you, you, know, you started as like, oh, we're going to do folk, but we're all kind of metal guys, so it's going to be kind of like upbeat and kind of piratey. And then yeah. you're like, fuck it, get a drummer. Let's just play like thrash music with these instruments. But now with this new album, it's like kind of both of those elements coming yeah. together, which I love so much. Yeah, it's like it's a combination of all the things that we like. I keep saying it's like it's like it's little parts of Primus and Buckethead and Guar and whatever, like all the weird like uh, a lot of people would say novelty bands or like gimmicky bands, but we always took those bands so seriously. Like I, I don't think of Guar or Primus as like. Gimmicky bands. I think they're like a lot of people musicians. don't like Primus. It turns out. Ah, fuck that shit. No, no, no. no, like, no. You're, you're supposed to yell Primus them. sucks. That's like their thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I was a big Primus head in, in high school. That was like I was obsessed yeah, with I them. Yeah, I was super into Primus. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, it was like a huge influence to me. And now, finally, in my band, I'm like doing all these things that like Les Claypool would do in Primus. I'm like, oh wow, I'm doing exactly what I used to love when I was like 14 years old. For years, I thought uh, Les Claypool was the actor from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> um, uh, Bill Mosley. I thought it was Bill like, Mosley. God will hunt. God will hunt. No, it's not him, but they use that. 
my friends would be like, right. he said, because before IMDb, you'd be like, Dog Will Hunt. It's like, that sounds like Les Claypool. So it's probably Les Claypool. They did sound bites. They did sound bites. Um, <laughs> Cash, yeah. do, you, do you have the official Shit. time and date of uh, when Jonah made that very, very kind statement about, uh, about us? What are you uh, talking about? I, you, I, you, you just made two grown ass dudes blush beneath their mustache. I know. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, just, right after I wanted, I wanted to know what's the name of the tour. It happened. Like, I'm, I'm such a oh, big man. Fan. If you guys you guys got to put out a sl- split EP now called Blush Beneath the Mustache. I would love to. <laughs> if you want to talk <laughs> about it's split, just blush beneath we, the mustache. We have some B side stuff. Or not B side. We have some extra material that didn't fit on the record, like physically did not fit on the record, that we're trying to put out as um, splits. We're, How about I put it out? Do you got any extra shit? Oh, shit. Give me a break. Literally, literally record something. Let's record something true. new. I'll record something new. Okay, record something new. Dude, oh, well, yeah. our stuff is very... This we is, just recorded This is it, so. the East Side version of Jim Morrison taking the stage with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> Magic is happening live right here. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yes. Honus, Honus. Oh. Cheers, my friend. <laughs> yeah, cheers. You are a cool dude. Are you looking at your thank phone? You, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's playing old video with Cash. And then I was in my brain, I was like... How can I make the song be I'm gonna fuck her in the ass? <laughs> I hear one have it be like now. Here's one for Neil at Skirt Douglas says Steely Dan, the older I get, the better they sound. Oh. Steely Dan. Great. Fucking uh yeah, Donald like Donald great. Fagan right over here, motherfucker. Uh Dylan Sawyer, Steely uh <laughs> this is this is his Twitter handle at maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> his, uh, I like that a lot. Uh he says, I hated punk as a kid because I was some kind of idiot. Yes. Yes, you were. I don't understand. Oh, I thought he was saying the band. Yes, yeah, so I was like, that's not no, very I hated punk, punk as a kid because kid. I was some kind of idiot. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Punk is only good when you're a kid. I guess I just Mostly like the good. punk kids in my school because it was See, like mall that's, punk. That's what we. Yeah. I, we're yeah. At. I was a mall punker or yeah. mall. Yeah. Well, I guess mall. But this was Alabama, so it was like it was yeah. it's uh, like it was like Offspring. Oh, and, yes. And I still don't like the Offspring. Oh man, I killed someone with my. I used to like Offspring. You know. But mine was like Clovis. California, which yeah. is up north, which is very shitty. Here's one guy some, uh, at Ostercoaster said, I didn't like Minor Threat until I was 20. I was straight edge before I was 20. That's interesting. That's backwards? That's yeah. really yeah. backwards. Yeah. No when, you are, when you are like, straight edge. Yeah. yeah, you unpack that suitcase but in our, the wrong order. Yeah, uh, Brian Widener at Donut says, uh, Pearl Jam, Dolly Parton, Felonious Monk. Pearl Jam, yes. Pearl Jam, I'll, I'll go back. I, I liked them when they Pearl came Jam. out, and then I, that, that's, that's what it is. That's mine. Pearl Jam came out. I was like, yes. And then I was just like, no way, man. Right. Fucking. And then now as I get older, I kind of go back. I go, man, I miss a lot of good tunes. Like original, like original Pearl Jam or current Pearl Jam? Because they like turn into the dead now. Well, I mean, they tour all the time and they have, they release tons of live no, albums. No, no, I like that. that. I love that. that. I thought I that was kind dead. of a neat idea to, uh, to fight bootlegging. They did release an album for every live show that they did for a while, right? For like every, yeah. They released like a thousand live albums. Fantastic. A brilliant experiment. And they as well, I agree, for a while, like like uh, 10 versus Vitology, like all those albums I yeah. loved. And then I kind of fell off and then went back. See, I yeah. love, I love the, them. Like, the one Pearl Jam album I love is, uh, fuck, the one with the red dot. Like I, I loved a Pearl Jam album, but it was like the... Seven clearly, clearly, you were so know. obsessed with I that album. I love that. Manny Amor, Senior Amor says uh, LCD Sound System, which uh, I'm still waiting for that to happen for me. Yeah, so would love to. Yeah. It, it, you were in New that. York when that was going down. Yeah, and it just was so boring to me. Which is, I, mean, I don't even dislike it. It's just, oh yeah, we talked about it? this last week. Yeah, it's just I think. Yeah. Who is it? I have nothing against. Who's Great live band. Letitia is that the the the. Singer, Stereo Lab. Stereo Labs. Yeah. I'm thinking of. Okay, Do you know, so bad. The Dead, so I, I didn't used to like The Dead. My first encounter with The Dead, when I was probably like 12 or 13, I was in a record store, and they had a copy of Blues for Allah, and it has that Great fucking record. awesome fucking 
you know, Grateful Dead skeleton yeah. monster on it. And I was like, this is going to be sick. Really? <laughs> and so I bought it because you have no choice but to buy the record because it's back then, you know, you can't sample it. And I put it on. I'm like, this is like, it's got a fucking like monster on it. Yeah. And he's like, he's a, he's awesome. And I put it on. I was like, what is this shit? Are you kidding me? And for, and forever, I was just like, fuck this shit. How, how dare they be called the Grateful Dead and have skeletons all over everything and sound like this? Yeah. yeah. How dare they? And then later on, I, I figured it out. And you know what it was? Is that this is not a, uh, this is a really lame. It was Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. The, uh, this, the series finale where she listens to American Beauty. Yeah. And they really like make you listen to it. I was like, this has now changed my mind on the Grateful Dead. That, that, I will say that for that, that scene. It, it, that, that is one of the purest explanations of how music can be important as a yeah. teenager. That, 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 they did that so well. And then they canceled the show because <laughs> that 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 going forward, so seeing somebody as like a deadhead in the eighties would have been an amazing thing to to so I many do. I mean, sad sad ending to like never have yeah to never have picked up ever Why again. Why would you? You couldn't even you 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 can't do. I I always picture uh, like a uh, lately I've been picturing like like a, a Netflix reunion type of thing mm-hmm. but I don't know if oh they man. could get all back together though that would be I would feel fun. like well they, they can't, couldn't you get can't afford Rogan. those fucking guys like rates now they're all like yeah, mega I mean, I mean but it's also like James the Franco relationship will do anything Who's but it's like James Franco like Seth Who's the one that Seth Rogen. From, Seth Rogen from what I hear, they would all really do Rogen. it. No, but here's what I hear. Phil I, 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 I worked with him last week. He's too busy. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 DM'd, I DM'd him the other day. I was like, "Hey, Kamel's out of town. Would you want to host, uh, co-host uh, Meltdown with me?" He was like, "He's like any other time in my life." Yeah, no, he, he, he's just like he's no, no, star. He's, he's, he's got in a co-host Preacher, before. which he directed and EP'd, and Neighbors both coming out on the same weekend. Right. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, oh man, I can't. Hey, this weekend's imagine. huge for movies. Neighbors two, um, which uh, you love. I love. It's really good. It's uh, you know, it's not as funny as the first, but it's a better movie than the first. So you and you called it the uh, uh, bogus journey of sequels. It's the bogus Ooh. journey. Yeah, it's, it's, I love it's it. oh, bogus nice. journey. It's I like bogus journey more than excellent adventure. Well, that's the same thing because because I care about the characters more in bogus journey. And William Sadler. And, yeah, and fucking Sadler. Primus was in Bogus Journey. <laughs> yeah. Played Neil the Battle was, of Bands. Neil, Neil just did a drop that none of you can hear. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. You did the yeah. fucking uh, um, the guitar. Yeah, yeah. That was my. Do and, and, do was that Wild Stallion? Excellent! <laughs> <laughs> God gave rock and roll to me. Uh, but Which you nice guys, guys played. Out this weekend. Nice Guys is also out this weekend. My, my favorite movie of the year. Uh, the Lobster. Oh, yeah. The Lobster. I want to see. No, we're not done. Sorry. Is We're not done. Turn it off. Turn it off. Uh, no, just fade it down. Just it's let you guys so know, Cash wanted to end the show, and I think we're. I didn't a, want to end the I think show. Fucking at, like. Uh, I think I just said our peak returns right diminish now. after two hours. All you three-hour commuters. <laughs> you know what? On the way there, on the way back, and then a little bit before they go to sleep, and some of it when they wake up the next morning. On the way to work, some of them get get some yeah, of it in at lunch. I mean, by the time the next episode comes out, like they're a, almost done. It's like a stern episode. It's like five hours. Yeah, but uh, I mean, what about that band that's driving right? Now, they're making that like hell. They're making that hell drive that's from like most Sacramento. Of the people that listen very to good. Yeah. Sacramento very good to Seattle, and they need to listen to something. Oh, let's keep it going. Yeah, yeah. keep you it know, going. That's, that's also the thing too. It's like I listen back to what I was going to say. That our fidelity is better now. Yeah. No, I, 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 I walked in. I figured it out. <laughs> 
uh, there's been a lot of experimentation on the Weezer podcast. Oh, really? So we used to ba- basically, I would listen to the songs, and like our uh, the songs we would play would always be so crunched down and kind of like you know like an old Kazaa file. Um, <laughs> Kaza, I used to say Kaza, but Kaza uh, is probably correct. But then, uh, but then I look, listen back, and it, and it just it pumps like the songs are worth listening to, which also makes me think that we should definitely talk or make sounds over the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's commentary, guys. Anybody listening to this, tell your lawyer friends. Just it's like commentary. we should like claps and all that stuff before we're done or when we start. <laughs> Let's you know, like radio. That's why they do it in radio. What I, what I love is uh, I during the songs, Neil. During the songs. <laughs> what I, what I love is that I have a job with the guy who, if I got in trouble for putting out a podcast, I hate when I talk over people. The, it's like uh, the bad habit of mine. They, um, if I put a put out a podcast that suddenly got hit by a ton of lawsuits, there's no way I'd keep my other job where I'd have the money to It was that one thing, lawsuits. I think, when the Grateful Dead, when I realized that they were less acid and more cocaine, hey, that's when I liked them. I got the, I got the low, I I got lower you guys are. It's, it's, just gonna, it's just me now. Look at that. And the rest, the rest of them are all lowered out. Oh, just took everything out, and it's just, you You guys are just hearing me. Nobody else, nobody else in the room can hear me. I'm just talking quietly because I have the... Uh, Oh, Jesus. Oh. Okay. All right. It sounds like you, Neil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that last. Uh. All right. Now, if anyone's still listening. <laughs> Cash just gave up his mic. If I only knew this two years ago. Um, the uh, What were you even talking about before we. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? You know what? Let's take a break with song then. Let's take a break with us. Did you want to play the Honus track or do you want to do a dedicated what, episode? We'll do a dedicated episode. We'll do a dedicated the, episode. The Gavin McGinnis can crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been done before. Hope you like libertarianism. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, pause. Release another uh, track off of their uh, new album, No Grace, and we're going to be playing that. N slash A. Not applicable. You got it.
It's another pure gray morning Don't know what the day is holding And I get up fight when I walk right into the path of a lightning bolt Siren of an ambulance comes howling right through the center of town and one blinks an eye and I look up to the sky for the path of a lightning bolt. Matter as the angels parted for her, she only brought me torture. That's what happens when it's you that's standing in the path of a lightning bolt. Everyone I see just walks the walk with People tell you not to take chances And they'll tell you that there aren't any answers And I was starting to agree But I woke suddenly in the path of a lightning bolt Fortune, people talking all about fortune Do you make it or does it just call you In the blinking of an eye Just another passerby in the path of a lightning bolt Everyone I see just walks the walk with Lying back gazing skyward When the moment got shattered I remember what she said And then she fled in the path of a lightning bolt All right So much gossip you just missed So much gossip Deals being made Gossip being spread This is Los Angeles, California's Jonah Radio coming at you. The rock you live on. 103.9. We should really, you know what we should do is we should like relegate a a tune in radio uh, station for our show. 69, 420, man. Yeah. (laughs) 69. No debate. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Radio 694.20. That's it. That would be the way they would Typical say it. Right? I want. I, I think we should broadcast when we go live. We should broadcast ham radio. Just get a ham radio set up well, and broadcast worldwide. Stony Sharp, well. Sharp wants to like. He has like this whole setup uh, at his place. Oh no, no, no! I I went and did it. It's fucking so much fun. So we should do it every like is, like once a month. The, maybe? What is the ham radio scientifically? Uh, it, it's it's just it's just oh, part of the just spectrum. Put an antenna and a piece of ham. It's like the thing is, Jewish people can't hear it. <laughs> Yeah, but in Hawaii, you have Boom. spam radio. <laughs> spam radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is the truth that spam is so popular in the Pacific because it tastes like human flesh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, no, no, no. It's because, of World War II. it's because of World War II, all, like, every... Cargo cults. But yeah. the thing is, I heard that the reason why spam was able to be taken to so many places in the South Pacific and why it took on is because it tastes like long pig. Well, I've never... Uh, have you never had spam? I've never had long pig. 
<laughs> Long and hair. human flesh. Have you been? Have you been to that uh, j- uh, jo- Jolly Bees? Jolly, Jolly Bee. That's I have you been know, to, it's the most disgusting fast food in gross. the world. Yo, I mean, hold on. In defense of Jolly Bee, <laughs> defense, yeah, this yeah. here's come from Philly. Like Jolly, Jolly Bee, Filipino, defend your fast one. food. Yeah. Hey, look. So, I, sometimes I want fried chicken. Sometimes I want spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I want French fries. I can get all three of Jolly you know, we, Bee. We gotta have Eugene Cordero come on so you guys can talk about Filipino food. Yeah. Uh, you're Filipino. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jolly Beach is bad. I don't think it's Filipino bad. I think it's just bad. Oh, it's just no, bad. No, no, no. It's but bad. It's, yeah. it's, it's but like I, a McDonald's, but, I, but, but then I blame they have like it. weird, no. like what's like the weird thing that they'll have that. They definitely have spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. spaghetti yeah. and fried yeah. chicken. With banana ketchup. Yeah, they have a ketchup is what they put. But it's made out of But they have a hamburger that is a spam patty. Yeah. Oh, that's That's what I know. That's great, though. I like spam. That's that's like the only spam is just baloney. Listen, if you want to hear a lot about dismissively, but if you want to hear a lot about Jollibee, what you could do is listen to the Eugene Cordero episode of the fucking Doughboys podcast. Now, listen, listen, the Doughboys podcast promised me the L&L barbecue episode. I had been talking to, I was working on Hidden America with Mike Mitchell, and we had agreed that I would do L&L. Two nights later, Eugene Cordero does L&L, and what does he do for more than half of the episode? Talk about Jollibee. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. Yeah. So I'm going to take that Filipino motherfuckers Jollibee from him, and they still haven't booked me. It's been over a year. Yeah, but what about L and L, man? You're leaving them in the in no, because they he they already, already did, did it. it. Yeah. He's even from Hawaii. He just likes Hawaii a lot. Yeah, and he's a good friend. You know what? You need to blow the whistle. Chicken got to that guy. And you know what? Eugene Cordell, great in. Hey everybody, uh, it's Cash. Uh, Jonah started talking about a movie that he saw that is not out for a while that he signed an NDA about, so we had to cut that out. So, uh, yeah. Uh, sure. uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a theatrical cool movie. Cool movie. Did we talk about Green Room last week? We did. I haven't, All seen, right. it yet. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. God damn it. Fucking Green I want Lobster. I, I said, oh, yeah, I still got, I got, I yeah, I got to see Lobster. Lobster. Green Room, The Witch. Oh, yeah, oh, what's God. the third so, thing that's out this weekend? It's ne- Neighbors Angry 2. Birds. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right! It's, and it Hannibal Burris is in all three of those movies. <laughs> what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane? I was fine. Fuck! Uh, I love that movie. Was that was great. Movie. She's amazing. Uh, she sings on my on my record. She's great. She's Wait, really that girl? Wonderful. She sings on your record? That amazing that, Renaissance woman sings uh, on my record. Yes. That, she's so that cool. chick. She's very cool. Yeah, she's coolest. really cool. Uh, that broad. You know, what, you know what made me get really into her was uh, Sky High. When I saw her in Sky High, I was like, fuck, this, she's fucking great. The magazine? Sky High magazine? <laughs> no, Sky High. The, uh, the, Wait, the, the movie. Delta in-flight magazine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never seen Sky High? I, I haven't. Sky no. It's really good. It's a superhero uh, high school movie. Yeah, it's it. like oh, it's really a Harry good. Potter meets The Incredibles. It's fucking great. It's really good. It's Kurt Russell. Like, Jake, uh, our friend, Jake Cohen Holmes, it's like, he's like, hey, there's a Kurt Russell movie out. Can you come with me? It's my birthday. And I said, sure. You were out of town and you weren't living here. And so we went and like, I was like, I don't know anything about this. He's like, all I know is that Kurt Russell's in it and I, I want to see a Kurt Russell movie on my birthday. We went and we <laughs> couldn't handle how much really good. we liked it. It's it so good. Oh, like 1990 something. Nope. Right? Like, no, 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 no. 2006 or seven. Really? Was that pre-Scott Pilgrim? It's yeah, yeah, Pre-Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Pre Scott Pilgrim, and it's so great. It's like this is like the like the, it's two animation Sky. guys that wrote it and directed it, and uh, it's like a, a school for superheroes. Hold on. So, 
Gotta blow the horn. What's up? Who are we talking about? Who's the actress that was? Mary song? Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. Amazing, Scott amazing. Morgan. Yeah, she's Scott been in tons of. She's a good person. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, uh, she needs to be in a reboot of an Aliens movie. I know she was in the reboot of the, the thing. thing, which which she did a yeah. great job in. Which but which it, we saw it again. She used to be like the new Ripley. Yeah. She would do it. Uh, she could do it. She uh, could kill it. I mean, she would kill it. The, the she's thing, a, and she's fit too, so she could she's be like a Ripley. Unbelievable in oh, yeah. Cloverfield Lane. Like I thought she was so fucking great. I I fell in love with that other the other guy though. I think Jonah could have done a way better job. He was a the John Goodman character. No, no, no. Yeah, Jonah, the John Goodman character is a, is a dead ringer for Jonah. No, no, the other the, personality the young actor guy was. Is it Nelson Franklin? The no, big fat no. of acid. I just think the other guy that was <laughs> in spoilers, it. Spoilers, fuck it. Sorry. Damn. Sorry. You know, not I want to go back to Green Room. I want to throw some shade on the co host of my show, The Canon. Ooh, uh, shit. Amy Nicholson of MTV. Uh, the MTV senior uh, film critic in her review of Green Room. MTV, in her review of Green Room, talks about how when the Ain't Rights first play a song at the punk club, they play a song called Fuck You Nazi Jerks. Yes. That's oh, what wait. she writes. Fuck You Nazi Jerks. No, that's not it. No, I know. I know. MTV ran a review of that movie where they claimed the song they played was called Fuck You Nazi Jerks. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know who wouldn't have let that fly? My main man. Ricky Rackman? My, nope. My Ricky main man. Rackman. My main man loads. Yeah. Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. What, 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 what if Jake Fogelness was still there? Uh, <laughs> Jake Fogelness. He would have set himself on fire. Who, <laughs> who would have been a better successor to Kurt Loader than Jake Fogelness? Remember when I met I, I agree. I agree. It's he just, should be like in an office there where everything has to like get his stamp. Yeah, I, but dude, like, but lucky for us, he's writing shows like What Hot American Summer. Yeah, yeah. but he had, he had fucking Squirt TV, dude. And I was obsessed <laughs> with that show. And when I, I met... Jake Fogelness through you I was like fucking I, I couldn't I couldn't get over it Like I'll, I'll say this about Jake Fogelness I wish he never got into heroin so he could still drink beers with me <laughs> oh I did not know you I know, had I no will, idea I will about agree him. with that yeah I love it's like, I'm so like I got I, I had a big talk with him the other week uh, while I was uh, drunk and I, I had taken some Molly but we were talking about sobriety uh, we, were talking, we were talking about sobriety and uh, like he was just like he was like you know I, it's like some people need it some people don't like I like I found the door and I ran through it and kept on running through every other door, and I was like, okay, I, you know, it's. But I, I do wish there were some people that, like, didn't like Laura Keitlinger's uh, great joke about like Justice. I don't drink all the time so I can keep on drinking. Right. No, I would hang out with Jake more, uh, but I don't know how to hang out and socialize without drinking. So it's 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 me. It's on you. It's, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Jake, it's me. Yeah. But it's uh, that's why we brought you here today. Actually, <laughs> that's why we're yeah. here right now. We're having a discussion. Cool yeah. dude. We oh, wanted to talk to you about your drinking problem. <laughs> All right, two hours. Cash. What is? No, I'm just saying. Right. Heather, there are chairs over there stacked up in the corner <laughs> if you want. You don't need to sit on a treadmill. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. All right. We'll play a song yeah, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, Cash. Yeah. Fuck you, Man. Nazi jerks. You know what? People like listening to a long show. Buzz off, Nazi nerds. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cash. It's a Saturday night, Cash. Is yeah, this is the 1987 Crystal Lake National Aerobic Championship song. You know, I'm going to play another song from the Manx record. I'm going to yeah. play American Business Activity. Oh, you are. I was going to say... Do you so want me to play another one from that one? about Buzz Osborne. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Play that. Uh, I like that song you're talking about, but... Wait, play like a Melvin song. Well, Jesus Christ, this is like two and one. <laughs> <laughs> this is two and one. Yeah, he already this got is, a song. This Fuck is a him. song. This is a tune. If you want to play, if you want to play the song, play uh, something that has from Osborne. Buzz Osborne. Bully Radio. Oh, I kind of. Yeah. I, 
It's called um, <laughs> play something from. Gluey trench. I'm telling you, right you're the one that wants a whole theme dedicated episode. <laughs> Oh no! We'll wait till it's a dedicated episode. <laughs> That's awesome. No, we'll wait till it's a retrospective of my career. Let him have two songs, man. Oh, dude, no, wait, no, 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 no! I'm saying they're blowing up on him. Oh, okay. I was defending him. Sorry, I got oh, really I'm, I'm down. Jeez, I mean, people on like we're having an episode you find my body hanging from this garage. People thing. think I'm an asshole. Whatever you remember, you uh, 15 I'm... minutes ago when Cash said that the episode falls apart after and this is, No, Neil, this is when it starts to sing. This is when it reaches that fever pitch of fun and drawn. Mangelis. This is when Neil has nothing else to add. He starts playing that fucking song. Yeah. All right, this is a song called Rainbow Hammer featuring King Buzzo off of the new Minx record coming out sometime this year. I like this tune. Is this the time of the Nazi thing thing? That's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> so good. It's a great song. I know. That's why I stopped it. Okay. Oh, play out. Okay. <laughs> wait for All real. right. So, um, you can't do this on. <laughs> on, on so yeah. during this conversation Boom, that we just had during this last song. <laughs> oh, my God. Mike revealed that uh, 
So, he, Mike, uh, and how do you say <laughs> your real last name? Chilean. Your real first name? Oh, my real first name is Martiros. Martiros Chilean. Martiros Mike Chilean. Mike's my middle name. All right. So, you're Armenian. Yeah, 100%. Uh, never forget. <laughs> never forget uh, the genocide. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking ago. about the chicken place. years ago. No, 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 oh. no. So, uh, so like, yeah, a, a while back. Yeah, yeah. We, were so anyway, talking, we were talking about circumcised penises. And so, you know, I was saying that, like, I can't, I'm not Jewish, so I can't do a bit where I wear a Nazi outfit. It's just not allowed. It's not allowed. So if someone can do it, Mel Brooks can do it. Albert Brooks can do it. Not, All the uh, Brooks jo- can Not do Jonah Ray. Name more Jewish James comedians. L. Brooks can <laughs> do it. No, but these are the people that have done it. That's oh, okay. what I'm saying it. Um, and then we, everyone's kind of revealing that they're all kind of circumcised because we live in a modern world. <laughs> Neil has a, ha, has information though about like circumcision actually was from a uh, a Puritan trying to discourage masturbation. Yeah. Uh, in the in the early uh, 1900s, uh, the guy that made Kellogg's cornflakes, mm-hmm. Doctor Kellogg, said that from uh, the cir- movie Road to Wellville, right, said that circumcision would discourage boys from masturbating. Oh, was he ever wrong? Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, That's weird. but he also That's added the extra the extra flesh. Those became the first prizes in the cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little uh, calamari. That's actually the, the catchphrase. <laughs> That's where they're great. Came That's from. where bubble gum came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're castrate. Um, I just pictured you as a huge tiger. I hope you know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why's it gotta be huge? Because tigers are big, strong, powerful creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh, that didn't sound like you're backpedaling but it was uh yeah everyone's, no, 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 uh, great powerful. everyone's right. wondering why we stopped the song all right this why did you guys stop the song right. so cool then song. mike mike revealed about, let's talk about mike revealed that armenian people <laughs> don't not, they don't yeah. get circumcised just like just like 90% of the world, especially in Europe, you usually don't get circumcised. Yeah. Why would you? It's genital mutilation. It's a very American-centric kind of thing, I feel like. Yes. Probably not as much anymore. I feel like everyone probably gets circumcised. But um, my it's parents still very American. They, didn't, they just didn't see the need in it. And I didn't get circumcised. Uh, but then... You know, and I always felt like awkward or whatever. <laughs> like in gym class or what? Sure, I don't know. Whatever. It was a very weird thing. No, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> like the actual human did you, full condition. Did your dad teach you how to clean it? No, I never talked to my dad about stuff like that. I never how had a sex it? talk. How did you? How did you get the smegma? Well, I uh, well, I didn't. No. Uh, um, hold on, uh, hold on. Let's like let's talk about. Back. You pull the skin back and you in the shower and you clean. Like it was never. Um, Can you smuggle so, stuff so years, in there? Years and years are going by. <laughs> no, I, years and years are going by. You and your dad's dick. Put some look weed the in there. Get yeah, it, yeah. Get it over the border. I wanted. I think my dad might have gotten circumcised too. I don't know. I, I found this out by, I think from my sister. From my, I, I can't oh, remember. He must have gotten late. Like he must. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't know the specifics. So I don't want to ask my dad about his dick. Well, you're cut now. Can we call so you, you got right cut. I got, well, yeah, because I. I kept getting this irrit- it's weird. Uh, when you when you are uncircumcised, you obviously the reason why people get circumcised is because you're susceptible to a lot more issues when you are uncircumcised. Mm. Uh, and like what? I think in Africa So maybe the, circumcision is progress. It's evolution. It is because 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 the skin is over your head and and you and it gets tight and then during sex during intercourse it could rip so you have more so you're more susceptible oh. to getting like Blood, transferring blood and shit. Where are you yeah. Where hey, happens to women did, all the time. Think, why where did does God ripping like come this? from? I don't know. Like, it, it, there's Skin's, more of a chance. It's extra skin. Oh, so it's like kind of. So it's like sometimes it gets loot. tighter. Okay, hold gets, on. But like, 
a big thing that a lot of people talk about is that uh, circumcised, uncircumcised uh, penises are more sensitive. Yeah. Can you attest to? Yeah, one? I know both. I know both worlds. Oh. So did you ever zip the flap and zip the non-flap? What like do you mean? What is that code I you are speaking? <laughs> I'm like, not, I don't did know, you ever zip uh, your foreskin or your zipper as a kid? Oh, oh no! And I then, never did that. I never did that. Why not, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a fetish. I was. You, you had a shot. Um, no, no. Uh, but yeah, it is very sensitive and all that stuff. But then uh, it was like I got this rash <laughs> on my dick, which is not fun. This is something I shouldn't even be talking about on the air, but but it's fine. It's very common. It's called balanitis, I think, or ball. I forget what it's called. But it's very it's a very common thing that for uncircumcised people, and I couldn't get. It was like I thought I had fucking AIDS. I was like, oh, that's, I'm dying. I have HIV or something. I was freaking out because. How like, old are you? This is when I was 24, 25, but I wasn't Fine very sexually time. active. I was this weirdo <laughs> fucking nerd, so I didn't have a lot of sex, but somehow I got AIDS. And maybe I like there's, rubbed up against a the toilet. There's this very serene calmness that's sweeping over Jonah right now as you tell this story. <laughs> well, okay. It's nice. When someone's more anxious than me, it just puts me at ease. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I, I went or you're to just the thinking doctors about that and stuff. <laughs> I, I, uh, they gave me a bunch of like creams and things like that. Nothing was working. So <laughs> finally a... Uh, uh, um, a I guess it was a urol. Some, 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 uh, it was a doc. Do- doctor said that. Dick doc. Dick doc. Dick doc. I'm oil. It was just like, hey, how about <laughs> no, you just get circumcised? Might as well. And I was like, oh, shit. Might well, okay. Might as well cut part of your dick off. And, no. and so I did. <laughs> he has a mattress on his wall. Wait, you guys are talking over the most violent, awful part of this brutal. story. Sorry, this is why Neil brutal. stood up and threw his chair out the door. Yeah. So <laughs> This is. Two ways. And I actually had a friend at the time who, who also... He he's French, so he also didn't, wasn't circumcised. But he had recently gotten circumcised oui, oui. too within the last couple of years of this. So I, I, I had no I idea any also. adults put themselves through this. So so you got you get put under anesthesia and then you get it done. And that's what Thank he God. did. But Full I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't have health insurance, so I couldn't afford anesthesia. Cool. Was like oh, thousands God. of dollars. Is this a home like, procedure? It was a. Yeah, I did it myself with a couple of rocks. <laughs> YouTube a videos, rocks man. You can learn anything. I, uh, no, um, a no. loyal pocket knife <laughs> and a Swiss Army blade. No, um, they, um, they, I couldn't. I didn't have health insurance because America and all that stuff. But like, I. Oh um, shit! This is not a damn, dude. Called for. Wait like till Gavin McInnes comes back and we'll talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Difference of like, okay, so I pay two thousand bucks to get put under, put under, and they have it done, or I pay like. Seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, and I get it done uh, with local shot local. biting on a bullet. So I had, so I was laying that is there. Two thousand so well spent dollars. Yeah, fuck it. So they, um, they. It's um, like a, it's like an engagement ring. Three months rent to get you. <laughs> so I lay down and like I'm fucking neurotic and and crazy and hyper. I'm a hypochondriac. All that stuff. So like they, they had like. Oh boy, <laughs> that didn't sound fun. I can't believe you guys are not all. That was a sound effect. Fixed by this. <laughs> that was not a sound effect. That was, that was, <laughs> that was cash yeah. shattering glass. That was yeah. cash uh, severing his foreskin. <laughs> that was that was cash. That was the bottle over his dick. That's what. <laughs> he's so aroused. <laughs> he's getting so hard right now. In this story. Just, just to put it in perspective, though, that's what happened right after Cash asked if there was another beer. <laughs> There another beer? Can you a beer spill or was it just okay. empty glass? Right, sorry. So you're awake. So I, I go to the doctor. So and they have they, to um, arouse you? So like, I jerk no. off. No, um, uh, no, uh, they, 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 uh, uh, put, n- they numb my dick up by, um, injecting the <laughs> Numb my dick up! Slap my bitch up! <laughs> 
But like they do it in the whoops, sorry. Okay. I'm very sorry about that. Okay. Shit. I throw your phone on the ground. But they 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 injected the base of my penis like with like four or five different shots. Oh. Uh, maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it was like three or four shots. Um, and then my dick just goes numb. And then I'm laying there, not looking at, at any of this. I'm laying back, like with my eyes like rolled. Why would you? Uh, so at this point, you wish you had a detachable penis. Doc- Listen, yeah, yeah. this is a music show. <laughs> Doctor and nurse were both there. You're all right. I'm yeah. Saying, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, please. I just heard. I heard the crunching and the uh, the cutting. Crunching. The it was crunching much. and the cutting. Oh, like the, the, the like of the, a, the implement like rubbing against itself. If you itself. took a pair yeah. of scissors yeah, the, the, and the sh- cut like oh. the friction, a piece of like if you cut like a jacket. Okay. You know, like a yeah, like leather. The, like a you'd dick hear, like, jacket. Crunch, crunch, <laughs> crunch. That sounds like a humble brag. Like I cut. <laughs> <a jacket. laughs> so I was. I was, I was they were like chiseling away at Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. one of those so giant it was like North a, Face, like, like, peacock, one of those pop big, jackets, big, like, big giant novelty thick. needles yeah. that are like yeah. the size of a. You know uh, what? I had my dick numb once as well. How? What's your story? I went. Uh, I was. I was visiting. Did home. you see? And then I just want to say a movie that's like dick numbing. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fill in your joke. You played the, uh, the U2 song. I, yeah. uh, like I was in Hawaii and like uh, I was visiting back home. Like I was. I was living out here already. Visit back home. Like I was like in you know, like you know, cut off shorts and underwear. And my friends are going swimming, so I just jumped in like that. But then we ended up like not going home right after the beach, and so I spent like. An entire day just hanging out and like, rotting you know, down yeah, like yeah. in seawater that tends to have some parasites in it. Ugh. And uh, I got wow. some like stuff that built up like on my junk. And so I went to on the tip of your dick, like uh, on on like a mollusk, like on the side of my dick and on some of my balls. Uh, and so, like, uh, and I wasn't insured. And so I went to like a walk in clinic. I was like, I have some things. I uh, I don't know where it's from. I haven't had sex in a, quite a long time. <laughs> and the guy parasite was like, and the on guy, the side of my dick. Yeah, but all I could remember, all I could think about the time, though, was uh, like, like I was like that one time that I had unprotected sex. Like it's just like you know. <laughs> oh my god! And it, just, and it manifested yes. itself finally now. You know. <laughs> yes, that's exactly the same thoughts yeah. I had and, that and one so time like, years ago. So the guy like you know like pump like like does what he can to like put you know uh, local anesthesia or whatever in it you know, but it's still like he has to burn them off. Oh. So I'm just kind of like there, and or I just I just hear like and like it's just every time I'm like oh. ha oh ha, and then like god. a little smoke coming up. He had to kind of burn smoke. all the things off. <laughs> Oh my God! Are yeah. you are you scarred or are you? No, it's all there. Like you can't. It's like nothing ever happened. He grew hair no, over like, it. It's like so Martha. <laughs> You'd so never scary. know. It's like the statue of David. It's just. <laughs> did you uh, crystalline marble? Did you get to keep the flap? No, I. Uh, they, it's like they, your they fucking wisdom like, teeth. Yeah, make exactly. a ring out of it. Not, not that I wanted to. But it's pinned like, on Cash's wall next to the teeth. Yeah. Uh, also, they, Heather, I'm sorry. This like this, this show has never gotten this gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Are they circumcised? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Trust me, they are. Uh, That's so weird. Uh, I know Colin... Um, Farrell. No, the New York comic. Uh, Colin Hanks. Colin, Colin Hanks. Hanks. Colin Blue's Quinn. Line. Colin Quinn. He had a botched circumcision and then got it corrected in his 20s. Oh. What? Yeah. Like, he had, like, a weird, like, dangler. Is that, like, like a deviated septum thing? Like, some girl's are, like, I, I, I get it's a nose job. Just, okay, like, he just got, like, a bigger dick. Yeah. He had, like, a weird... I think it was, like... He talked about it on Howard Stern where it was, like, kind of a clean cut, but then there was, like, kind of, like, a tongue left. <laughs> like, a, like, a dangler. 
Jeez. Ay, ay, ay. I saw Colin Quinn on the Chris Gefford show. I was on there as oh, a... Oh, yeah? I, I was an audience when I Chris was in New York. Yeah, are we done with your, your Let's surgery? Let's get back to your yeah. dick, though. Like, Let's uh, talk about Colin Quinn. So what was, your, what was the recovery time like? Okay, so, yeah. so two weeks after that. So I, I had to take these pills... Uh, for like a week to not let me get a boner, <gasps> peat moss or Pete whatever. Was because it? I had because Salt I had Peter. Salt Peter. Yeah. I don't know what Pete it was. Moss. I guess peat moss. moss. But I had I had stitches. <laughs> I had big black stitches all around the base of my the head of my dick. Oh my god! And that's um, the name of our wait. split single. Yeah. Say it again. Big black stitches. Big black stitches on the head of my dick, <laughs> and they hurt. So bad. Like, I had to walk. Like, like I couldn't. Like, I had to wear baggy pants and I couldn't. Like, so he's walking. I couldn't kind rub of against my, my pants. And then I had to take these pills to make sure I couldn't um, get an erection. I couldn't masturbate, which was oh, devastating. Devastating in your 20s, yeah. 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 And uh, so, like, after a couple of weeks, and 30s, the stitches and started coming <laughs> Out, I think, Ooh. or they started dissolving. Or oh, yeah, oh, they were like, the, yeah, the evaporating. I think, ones, or yeah. maybe, maybe I went and I got them removed. I can't oh. remember. It would have been crazy you if, that. if it. <laughs> but I, Cronenberg movie right <laughs> now. It would have been crazy if it grew back. Uh, they, it, it, no, it didn't, but like, does it grow it, back a little bit? No, it doesn't. It doesn't grow back. I'm fine now. But like, uh, <laughs> but I did get a boner I when I had stitches. Like, I, even though I took the pills, I guess I ran out of pills. You rebel. I fucking got a boner <laughs> when I had those stitches in it. Fucking sucked so uh, much. Yeah, it, it was like the awful. most painful thing. That, ever. There was like, actually a Married with Children episode that was very much the same thing, where uh, Al gets uh, circumcised. I think I remember. And then, like really? he's wearing he's wearing a dress on the couch. And then, like, like uh, the neighbor turns on like like a sexy show. Was it Jefferson? Did yeah. Jefferson like, neighbor? No, the neighbor Jefferson. Marcy, Marcy was. Oh, Mar- oh yeah, Marcy. So Marcy like turned on like a sexy show, and like, and she goes, "What was that sound?" And uh, Al just goes, "A snitch." <laughs> <laughs> a snitch or a stitch? A stitch. Sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like the wire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> snitch. Snitches get snitches. A stitch. That's oh, crazy. Man. Oh, that's funny. Well, Cash has rolled his joint. He is waiting for the show to be done. That's a high note. Uh, <laughs> I think circumcision. so. We didn't even so, talk so. about if you music. Made it, if you made it two hours into you know the show, what? you Shame really on, paid off with the circumcision story. Shame on Cash for telling us to wrap it up. Yeah. We would have missed the best part. Oh, I thought that was, that was a joke. I thought Cash, is, Cash is worried. Cash getting oh, high. Oh. That was on purpose? That was no, on? that was just uh, I had this lyrical mind. That was good. Yeah, that was no. good. I, I thought it was an infusion of like, yes, I understand. You're like MF Doom, man. It's like, yeah. You're so verbose. Adjective boss. I don't know. I don't know. All right. We're gonna look at Mike's dick. Um, out online. Thank you Mike so much. Thank you so much. Uh, this is two episodes in a row, week to week. We're, I think we're doing pretty good. Cash is where we're gonna burn out, but it's okay. We can. Here's why we take breaks: is because we drink this much while we make these. It takes so much energy, and then we feel guilty because we're white men, except for Ryan. Yeah, I'm. I'm this is a Pacific Islander. <laughs> and I'm. I'm. Uh, Ah, but people look at us and they see what. Hey, you know what? If any guys want to come inside, you can all have a little Filipino in you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Any of the bands you liked, please be sure to check them out. Follow them on Twitter. Even if you don't want to buy their stuff. If if you don't have money, follow them on Twitter. Let them know you heard them and you liked them. That stuff can go a long way for uh, these bands that are are playing. Uh, See when they're playing in your town. Uh, you know, we'll try to link to him. Adam got lazy this week and he, he didn't do it. Come see me play. Come see me play. Come see Hone is playing. He's on tour right now with Islands. Uh, Nine tour dates at LA. 
HonestHonest.com. Very yeah. simple. So be sure to see that. The Manx are going to start playing some yeah, more shows yeah, and yeah, support this new album. We're going to play a show uh, together, maybe. Yes. Yes. Oh, we man. should do yeah. that. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Maybe we should, and and maybe uh, Jonah will like MC. No, 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 no. no. I'll play yeah. with the Karate of the Band. All right. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. Oh, shit. We got the lineup. Triple bill. And Cash will come and be like, too long, guys. Yeah, this is exactly how Lollapalooza happens. <laughs> they were doing a podcast. They didn't know what it was. Um, Jonah Palooza. And then uh, um, go to birthmoviesdeath.com, uh, com. which uh, is a, just a fantastic, uh, I'm going to call it a rag. And that I mean that in all the respect. It's a fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good movie rag. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah. find me on Twitter at DevinCF and uh, on Earwolf uh, at uh, The Cannon. Yeah. Have you got anything uh, to promote you, uh, <laughs> moving out, when you're moving out to Los Angeles? July. So we don't live here. Don't give her the mic. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Google search what a certain uncircumcised penis looks like. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, don't do that. I wouldn't recommend. All right, uh, be sure to watch Talking Preacher, preaching, preaching. It's like an elephant uh, truck. Preacher, you don't watch. <laughs> 27th and uh, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, Talking Dead, all that stuff. Uh, Neil Mahoney. Yeah. Be sure to uh, say hi to him on Twitter. Tell him how good his. Uh, Soundboard qualities are, I think we've liked, oh yeah, uh, Portland. I will be in Portland for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. I'll be doing the come rest of us. Well, I'll be there. Come on up. Let's all do a thing. Um, come on up. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to do Come Laugh With Us, uh, the Lance Bank Show on Thursday. And then on Saturday at Bridgetown um, uh, at 1 in the afternoon, we'll be doing the premiere of Hidden America with Jonah Ray. Uh, Brendan Small is going to be there. Yeah. Mike Mitchell is probably going to be there. Hutch from the Thermals is going to be there. We're going to show a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, and the Manx was in an episode. The Manx were, are in the Boston episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that will be, we'll that. be showing that episode. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, Can't wait. So, yeah. Please uh, uh, get your CISO descri- uh, subscription. There is a deal right now, $3.99 for three months. So that's a pretty good deal. You can get it through your Amazon Fire Stick. Thank it's you. an add-on for Amazon, all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Um, what are you talking about? I can't wait to see that. No, no, no. I'm I, so excited. I, I sent you the episodes. Yeah. So you, you, so you don't can, have to wait, really. Yeah, you can wait, it turns out. It turns out you <laughs> waited. No. Yeah, but I, I just don't feel like it's right to watch. To like, I mean, not all of us can watch. Fucking dick! Uh, oh no! That's, uh, that's Ben. So dick. yeah, support the stuff. Uh, let us know uh, that you're listening, please. It means a lot to us when you tweet at us at Jonah Radio. Yeah. Send us your uh, um, recommendations. Send us pictures of your dick. Send us pictures of your dick. Send us recommendations for Twitter games, bands, anything like that. Let us know that you're a band, and we, we, if we maybe we'll plug you on your tour and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're back. Uh, we're gonna end. Right. We're gonna end the uh, episode with two songs. First is the uh, song that me and Cyrus King Cyrus made for uh, the Seattle episode oh, of um, of Jonah Radio or of uh, Hidden America. My bandmate. Yeah, yeah, your bandmate. We made a. Uh, we were listening to a lot of Silver Chair and made a uh, grunge song. Hell yeah! Uh, for the uh, for my my fake band in the episode called Destination Nowhere. The uh, the O in nowhere is a zero. And then after King that, King. after that, we're going to uh, play. I want an upbeat song, so I'll play. Uh, oh, a new um, song from uh, Pity Sex because they just had an album came out. So uh, thank you guys so much. Sorry for the first episode. Goodbye. <laughs> Did you? Uh... Getting from outside is where they just ain't enough wanna fly into the sky just like Bowie.